The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here. Tuesday, which is the good news because it feels like Monday, but it isn't. (laughs) Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Welcome. Pat Gray, not the radio roundup, as Glenn continues to uh, call it. (laughs) Pat Gray Unleashed. A lot to talk about today. Uh, Morgan Freeman, of course being accused of all sorts of things. He's fighting back a little bit. Uh, the, the, the accused don't normally do that. <clears throat> they normally just apologize, which he did. But then I think it became too much of a firestorm for him. And some of the things he was being accused of weren't really a problem, at least not in the past. We're going to have to decide what is a problem and what isn't. You know, can men still interact with women at all can they still kind of test the waters and see if there's any interest or do they just have to keep their mouth shut yeah it's almost like he's guilty of not being smooth mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's just too direct right is that yeah i mean at least just too much it. too forward yeah and it's not like he i, I forced himself on anybody of course, the lifting the skirt that's thing. That's the one, yep. That's the one thing yep. that if he did it, and I, I don't know if he admits to that. I, I don't think he does because he says he, he hasn't done any kind of sexual harassment or assault at all. It's the verbal stuff <clears throat> yeah. that you hear and you're like, all right, he's just... Yeah, he's hitting on a woman. He's just not smooth. And and he's he's really blatant about it. And he doesn't care if he comes off as, I guess you could say, a dirty old man. And the one lady, it was after she said, I'm single. Yes. He's like, I'm single. Well, I'm single. That's I'm single he... too. <laughs> okay. And then she asked him, well, how do you like it? Well, I like it because now I can, I can stare at you <laughs> and drool. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously he's hitting on her. Mm-hmm. He's coming on to her. He's flirting with her in a very overt way. And is that verboten now? We're, I guess we're, we're going to have to decide that. Also, the left is going absolutely berserk over a couple of things uh, involving illegal immigration right now. First of all, there are some photographs that have come to light with two immigrant children sleeping in a cage at an ICE detention facility. And it went viral on Sunday because several liberals tweeted it. In white-hot rage at Trump's immigration policy. Yeah, it turns out that picture is a little bit old. Yeah, it's from the Obama administration. It was actually published uh, in June of 2014. Donald Trump was not in charge at the time. Yeah, it's an Obama picture. (laughs) So, uh, how about that? Oh, all of a sudden, everybody started deleting their tweets. Oh, okay, never mind. I love it. Nobody thought to check the date on the attached article, uh, which was from four years ago. And so CNN had us gold 
uh, wrote, deleted previous tweet because it gave the impression of recent photos. And then in quotation marks or uh, parentheses, they're from 2014. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. After you already created this firestorm. So that is uh, one area where there's just this fake, ridiculous outrage that shouldn't be there. Then there's this other story about immigrants being separated from their children. Babies are being torn out of the arms of mothers at the border. And it just continues to happen. Thousands of children, infants in many cases, just being wrenched out of the arms of their grieving mothers and taken away and lost. And nobody knows what happened to them. They're just gone. They vanished into thin air. And they didn't even care what happened to them. Uh, Listen to Simone... um, (laughs) What's-her-face? I don't... She's on... uh, I believe this is MSNBC talking about the situation where uh, these children are being torn out of the mother out of the mother's arms at the border and then lost. Here's what she had to America, say. Who we say we want to be is not, in fact, the America uh, that we actually are. Look, mm-hmm. um, Senator Kamala Harris, when the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Secretary Nielsen, was, in fact, before um, the Judiciary Committee committee a couple weeks ago, asked her about this particular policy and specifically asked about um, the individuals who were charged with separating mm-hmm. these young people from their parents. How, how are they being trained and were they, in fact, being trained? And what we've mm-hmm. seen in transcripts from um, mothers and family members who have lost who have had their children ripped out of their arms at the border. It seems as though training is not taking place. And so I hope Senator um, Kamala Harris gets answers to her questions. But this is a cruel and unusual policy. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this is a policy that harkens back to what America did during the times of slavery, when they took um, children and they separated families from their mothers and fathers when folks were being sold off into slavery. So if we really want to be better, we uh, better start walking the walk. That is unbelievable to compare this to slavery. Uh, So... She's talking about the government uh, realizing that it lost track of 1,475 migrant children that they had placed with sponsors in the United States after they tore out of the arms of their mothers. The only problem is they weren't torn out of the arms of their mothers. They were taken at the border alone. These are the children who showed up at the border without their parents. 1,475 children. Actually, it was something like seven or 8,000 of these kids. And then they checked up on them a year later to see if they were still with their sponsors. And most of them were. But there were some who the, either the parents or the sponsors didn't respond which is not the same as losing track. It means that the sponsors didn't respond to the government inquiry. So that's a huge portion of the 1,475. Others had run away. Some just, you know, melted into, the, into our society, which is what they do. And the, by the way, they're not babies. Some of these are 15, 16, 17-year-old kids who are probably now 18, and they just moved on and left 
and melted into society as always happens. This is nothing new. It, it, it is not a Trump phenomenon. A uh, 2016 Inspector General report showed that the federal government was able to reach only 84% of children it had placed, leaving 4,159 account- unaccounted for. On Monday night, uh, Eric Hargan, the Deputy Secretary for Health and Human Services, expressed frustration at at the use of the term lost to refer to the unaccounted children. He said uh, that the department's Office of Refugee Resettlement began voluntarily making the calls as a 30-day follow-up to make sure that the children and their sponsors didn't require additional services. Those calls, which which the office doesn't view as required, are now being used to confuse and spread misinformation. In many cases, the statement said sponsors can't even be reached because they themselves are illegal aliens and don't want to be reached (laughs) by federal officials. Hold on. You know what might solve this separating families? What if, and this make everybody happy. Because those on the left that are screaming mm-hmm. about the uh, parents being ripped away or the children being mm-hmm. ripped away from the parents, and those of us who want um, legal immigration, mm-hmm. why don't we maybe build a wall? We can obviously, both sides can obviously get together on this, right? Am, mm-hmm. I, am I wrong? Because that'll, that'll, that'll prevent the separation there at the border. Right. Everybody stays together. They're together, on, but just on the other side of the border. Oh. Right, but that would be hateful because yeah. don't suggest they that. must be allowed into our country for some reason. Don't suggest no. a way to um, I don't know uphold the law because nobody wants to hear that. No, they they really don't. They just want their way. Whatever feels good, we're good. They just want to make something out of uh, a situation that has virtually always existed. This is just a new policy, apparently, by the Trump administration, where they're actually following up to see if uh, the kids are uh, need anything extra. And so when the illegal aliens <laughs> with whom they're staying don't respond to the federal authorities because they, too, are afraid, uh, then they're counted as, yeah, we don't we don't know what happened to them. But they're there and they're with somebody. In other words, the left would rather just leave them alone. Yes. Than to actually be compassionate and care about and them. And actually because follow now can, up. Now they can use that as a lame talking point. It's another freaky uh, fake scandal. Fake. This, yeah. this is an instance where it's fake news. They're just making up another uh, controversy here. It's just a fake scandal. And they, 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 so they can continue this narrative of oh, Donald Trump is so hateful. <laughs> He despises these people so much that he's just ripping infants out of the hands of their, of their mothers who are sobbing and on their knees begging for mercy. And then they're, they just spit on them and, and take them and dump them and forget where they put them. No, that's not what's happening. It's nothing of the kind. They're placed with sponsors. And in many cases, those are the families of illegals, and they are themselves illegal, and they they don't want to respond. <laughs> or they just, uh, a lot of times, grow up in that year, and now they're 18, or they're adults now, 
and they just fade into society and leave, and you, you don't know where they went. Well, we've always had a problem with that because of the catch and release situation. You catch them, you release, hey, show up for this court date, and they don't. Right. So what are you supposed to do? Just a fake scandal. And, and the uh, media didn't do any of this kind of stuff during the Obama administration. And Obama was ripping children out of the hands of their mothers the same way uh, this administration is doing. In fact, probably at a greater rate. You know, the state of Oregon now has that push to um, rip uh, illegal alien um, babies out of the womb of their illegal alien mothers. Um, they, want, um, they want those health care services provided for them up there. Uh, Abortion? Yeah, that's happening right yeah. now in Oregon. Yeah, so. that's great. Don't worry about that, though. That's fine. It's just so pathetic uh, and so transparent. 888 You know, losing weight and keeping it off can be really tough. And once you hit a certain age, you get into middle age or maybe a little beyond middle age, and the struggle really becomes tough. Your body slows down. The metabolism isn't the same as it used to be, so it's tougher to lose that extra weight. That's where Riduzone can help. With proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone can help you lose weight. And more importantly, help you keep it off. Because that's the really hard, hard part. Riduzone is a safe and natural FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the good stuff in olive oil. And created a patented product containing OEA, which has been shown to boost your metabolism. And it helps reduce your appetite. So if you've hit the age where it's just tough to not only lose weight, but to really hard to keep it off, then Riduzone can definitely help. It's time to try it. Order Riduzone at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Reduzone.com promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Time to make it happen. Time to lose weight and keep it off. Reduzone can help you get over the hump. Reduzone.com promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray unleashed. So much to talk about today. It's hard to know uh, where to uh, sort all of the things that we want to get to. It's, I mean, there's a plethora. Too much show. Mm-hmm. There's at least fifteen minutes worth of uh, solid entertainment jammed, jam-packed into a three-hour show. So. You think the 15 minutes? Uh, well, uh, that may be a little bit of an overstatement, okay. an exaggeration. Uh, but <laughs> well, we're going to try. We're going to try, try. To, to stretch a little bit here. Uh, I'll, I'll try to interrupt more. We'll try to uh, yeah, talk slower. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the EU is proposing a ban, <clears throat> thank goodness, on plax- plastic straws, Q-tips, 
and cotton. (laughs) (laughs) So products like cotton buds. What are cotton buds? I don't don't even. Is that a Q-tip? Is that what they're calling a straws? Q-tip is probably like a band-aid term. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Cotton Cotton buds. buds. Let me see here. Straws, stirs. And yeah. balloon sticks, which I balloons is that is that the stick on which the balloon is at the top of? <laughs> anyway, their proposal would so uh, try to cut marine litter in half for the most prominent items and avoid environmental damage. Estimated at over two hundred and fifty billion over the next twelve years. <laughs> I so what what <sighs> so they're regressing as a society now. Mm-hmm. That's good. Let's make let's make life. Um, Less enjoyable and less convenient uh, than it was the previous generation. Now we're going to start regressing. Neat. So in Europe, apparently, the cotton buds are the Q-tips. Yeah. So I was thinking, at first, they, they can't be talking about cotton shirts, right? Cotton clothing. Oh, don't give them Can any ideas, man. If they're banning cotton clothing. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing any more cotton. Good for you. All right. You stick to polyester. And uh, we'll see who wins the clothing battle. <laughs> I just... That would not surprise me. European uh, Parliament has said that plastics production is now 20 times higher than in the 1960s. They've also been spurred into action by China's decision to no longer import uh, part of the, uh, the European bloc's waste. <laughs> Interesting. So they're going to they're gonna try to ban... You know, they've already tried. I think they've already banned in several countries, France among them, just recently, the plastic bags that you get at the at the grocery store. Of course, we can't make much fun of them there because they've done that here in Dallas. Dallas tried the, the ban at the grocery stores. I just go somewhere else then. All right. I don't want your stupid paper bag that's going to break as I'm going out to the car with it. Yeah. I want to thank Walmart <clears throat> for the paper bags with handles now. That, yeah, that they're supplying, and the handles rip if you put anything <laughs> that weighs more than a candy bar in it. Yeah, Ugh. which I can't stand. Because wait a minute, we had plastic bags because we were told we were using too many trees of the paper bags. Correct. I mean, we come, we've come full circle. Yeah, there's it's just like whatever the enemy. There's just no way to win. Is. Mm-hmm. There's just no way to stink and win. And then of course you got the reusables that make you sick if you put like raw meat in there and then put your vegetables and fruit in. There. Mm-hmm. I mean, just leave us alone. Yeah, the reusable cloth bags, you have to wash. Does anybody put their cloth bags in the washing machine? Never. And wash those with bleach like you're supposed to do so that it kills the bacteria in them? Wait a minute. Because if you don't do that, (laughs) and then you reuse them, you got all that bacteria that's been brewing in there, and it makes us sick. The only good thing about... Um, Again, you can't win with these right. liberal policies. The only good thing about if you washed your um, bags with bleach is it mm-hmm. would erase the little annoying green triangle recycle logo that's on, emblazoned on the side <laughs> of the bag. That's like the only good part of that. Uh, could the grocery store experience get any more obnoxious? My gosh. And then you get to the checkout stand... And then the the person behind is asking how your day is going so far. None of your business, okay? <laughs> Paper or plastic? I, I hate that question. Just give me the plastic, will you please? Okay. If you want to ruin the environment, if you don't care about children, if you don't mind uh, dirty air and water poisoned, uh, uh, poisoning your children, 
Would you like to round up your bill today, sir, to, to donate money? To donate money to whatever save cause? Save the whale? Or uh, children without eyelids? Oh, we'll see now that one touches. Yeah, the, baby, the baby's without eye, born without eyelids. That's where you got me. Uh, that's an even more tender cause. <laughs> and if you, don't, if you don't donate another 5, 10, 15 bucks <laughs> on top of your bill to the children born without eyelids campaign, you feel like a piece of crap. And they look at you like, okay. I'm going to donate on April 15th to all your causes. On April 15th, Hmm. I will be sending in money for all of these fun causes. And and while I hate that, because I I, I give to charity in my own way, all right? I don't want to give it the grocery store. I don't even know where the money's going, what percentage actually makes it to the cause you're talking about, if it's valid or reasonable at all. But I, they always guilt me into it. Well, I, I mean, I'm gonna. It's gonna be seem bad. If, what? What's well, gonna seem like I hate children well, who, who are born without eyelids? I'm disappointed. And I, I don't wanna. I don't wanna be. You know, because whatever. You like the paper doll with your name on it hanging above the register. No, I you. don't. I never do that. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want your name on one of our balloons and we'll hang? No. Just give five dollars to the kids what? without eyelids. Whatever. <laughs> Do me a favor. Every time you're asked that question uh-huh. at a store, just just keep like a little post-it note in your wallet and just put mm-hmm. a little mark, okay? Mm-hmm. And so every at the end of every month, bring in the post-it note. I'll inspect it. I'll see how many times you've marked it. We'll multiply times $5, and that you just pay it to me. And I'll make sure to spend it more wisely than a grocery store will. Pat. No, I'm sure you would. And that's, again, what a stupid thing to do because... We don't know where that money is going. I nope. don't even know who you're giving this money to. And I don't know if they spend their money wisely. So it's a stupid thing to do, but, but you I, do I feel guilty because when you're asked, you're not supposed to, I mean, biblically, you're supposed to give. Really? Yeah. That's in the Bible? Pretty much. Like if you're asked, mm-hmm. you give? Yep. Doesn't, wait, mm-hmm. wait, I, what? I can need no context of this little you're required to give. But is that, is that, oh my gosh, my head's going to explode right here. Mm-hmm. Pat, Pat, I've, um, I'm disappointed. I'm sad by this news that, that you give whenever, mm-hmm. hold on, wait, no, hang on a second. Uh, Pat, um, I need some help um, with stuff. Well, I mean, it doesn't apply to people you work with. What? Yeah, there's the, uh, those idiots that you work with clause in, in the, uh, in the law, no. So, so no. We're just Clearly idiots. spelled out you, biblically. So you're talking about Jeffy, right? That doesn't. What, uh, yeah, oh, Jeffy, Keith, me, virtually anyone that you actually know, and you know they have an income. Plus, I know you have eyelids, and I've seen everybody in your family. They've all got eyelids, so I know I, I don't need. When's to the last time you. you saw them? You can't verify this. <laughs> Did their eyelids fall off? I don't have to answer your questions. <laughs> okay. It is a hard thing though, because. Hmm. Uh, you know, wow. you don't want to be stupid with your money either. And and you don't want to give it to bad causes. However, there's also the thing where, all right, if I give and they squander it and and the money goes to someplace you didn't intend it, that's on them. But I've done my part. See what I mean? I've done my part. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been burned? Do you know that you've oh, been burned? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I've been burned you, many in other times. Words, you haven't given money to a homeless guy and then saw him, you know, drive away in his Maserati or something. Yes. Well, how many stories have we seen? Yeah. A lot of times, uh, I saw that w- when we were in Connecticut, there was a guy who was right at the entrance of a really busy shopping center. Okay. 
and he was there every day. And one day, the local newspaper uh, did a front page story on this guy, and they followed him home. I did that too. And they discovered that he lived in a really nice house. Wow. And upon investigation, found that he was making like $55,000. And this was, you know, 25, 30 years ago. He's making like $55,000 a year just panhandling. Living in a really nice house. Wow, had a nice car, if I remember right. I think he drove a BMW. <laughs> and at the end of every day, he just got in his Beamer and went home what? to his nice house. And that was his job. See, I, I'm I, guessing that cut down his income just yeah, a little bit after the good uh, money expose. standing on an intersection corner. Yeah, I, I bought lunch for a guy who slept on a grate at the University of Nebraska. I saw mm-hmm. him go into a house one day later. Pat Gray yep. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi there. 888 uh, These scams that uh, homeless people perpetrate on the unsuspecting. Now, granted, it's kind of, it's on them. I mean, if, if you give to somebody in a charitable way, you've done what you're supposed to do. And if they go out and uh, and scam you, then that's going to be on their head in the end. But it's been it's it's interesting because there's been a lot of exposés done on this, and in several places I've lived around the country, uh, people have have, uh, and usually it's some reporter in a newspaper that has followed the person at the end of the day. And found that they're, you know, living in a nice house, driving a decent car, in some cases a luxury car, mm-hmm. and living pretty nicely on fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars a year, <laughs> just from panhandling. Yeah. At at an at a location where, you know, they're they're going to do pretty well. I've seen a story too where there was a radio host when I was growing up, spent an entire day at a main intersection uh, exit ramp. Mm-hmm. And made the equivalent. I think it was somewhere between forty and fifty thousand dollars. If you extrapolate that, Jeez. if you were to do that every day, my goodness! Just, uh, yeah, just pick a different intersection every day. Just stand there. Oh, I, and I remember when I uh, worked in downtown Salt Lake City. The station was headquartered there, and we you had to park your car in a parking garage. And every day when I came out of the garage, there was a vet there. It said, "Disabled vet, homeless, please help." And his German Shepherd was there. And this guy had no legs. That you can't fake. And that's tough to drive by and say, well, good luck. I'm not. No, I gave it the office. But do you give every single day when you drive uh, past him? That's hard. That's hard. That's why I tried to give that guy I thought was homeless in Lincoln, you know, just buy him a meal, you know, instead of just giving him money. Which is an interesting, and how many times have you heard the story of, yeah, I bought him a meal and they didn't want it. They either said, no, thank you. No, that's not what I want. Because they're looking for something else. You know, money to buy drugs or alcohol. But have you, have you ever been scammed 
uh, by a panhandler. 888-933-93. I think that's an interesting discussion. Because I think it happens more than we probably know. And what is your theory? What is your position on on uh, giving to people? And I think it's sad how much the government takes from us that that we don't have left over to give to charity or to causes that we believe in because the government has taken mm-hmm. such a large chunk of our paychecks. Or mm-hmm. the other effect is it has conditioned some of us in society to think, oh, the government will handle it. Exactly. I mean, they'll, they'll do it. They'll take care of it. And that's where we are at because the government... You give them an inch, they'll take a mile, and they'll continue to add program on top of program, and we'll just keep going, yep, see, they're taking care of it, yay. And then we find out yeah. something like the VA that should be taking care of veterans in our society and is failing don't. them miserably, and in some cases, causing them death. It's just terrible. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, other than and, it just sucks. And how often do our high taxes that we pay cause us to justify, well, yeah, I'm not giving any more because they're already taking enough out of my paycheck. If you stopped the ridiculous income tax, if you did, let's say, <clears throat> of course, this is one of the uh, this is this is one of the arguments for the uh, for the the fair tax. If you gave people their gross income, and that's what they just get on their on their paycheck, and didn't take anything out except for. You know, the uh, the tax on, on sales of new items, even if that was like a 20% tax, I think charitable donations would go through the roof. Hmm. Because so, if your gross was your net, uh, that changes your mindset a little bit. Seems like you're talking about something you may be mildly familiar with. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, so I'll just say. The fair tax? The fair tax. There yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's a great plan. Too bad it didn't get any traction. I'd rather see. I'd rather see a flat tax. You know, do fifteen percent across the board. Everybody pays fifteen percent. Corporations, uh, individuals, the poor, the rich. Everybody just does a flat fifteen percent, and then you give the rebate to those who are making. You know, to the poor, and that's the only exception. Boom! Right across the board. That would help a lot. It just. I don't like that because it implies that. There's some sort of um, moral okay to the government having access to our ability to make a living. And I don't want the first stop of my paycheck to be the hands of a bureaucrat. Well, yeah, but that it already is. That's what I'm saying. I would much rather have a national sales tax that... that would you? We, that we could... That's what so the fair tax is. You're, because I know. So you're... You're an advocate for the fair tax. I, I have supported it in the past when it was uh, John Linder was a congressman who was pushing it about mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely, because I think that's more fair because then you are actually determining how much you're going to be taxed based on how much you want to spend it, in the market. It's, so, it's almost impossible, though, now to eliminate the IRS, which would, it, you have to eliminate the IRS in addition to implementing the fair tax. What are the odds that's going to ever happen? <laughs> About zero. So yeah. what would happen is yep, I know you start with the fair tax and you'd have the income tax. Then you're paying 23% on everything new that you buy, plus yeah. you're getting the income tax as well. You'd it, have to repeal. You'd have to. You'd have to have a whole new amendment. And when's that ever going to happen? It's just not. So that's one of the problems with the fair tax. And another one is just recently, and I talked to a fair tax advocate when I was down in Houston. He, he used to... 
hit me up on this every weekend because I went to church with him. And I asked him when we were down helping out for Hurricane Harvey because I, I, he was out with us uh, doing the work there. And I said, so I heard that they miscalculated on the fair tax. And rather than being a 23% tax, it'd be more like 30 or 32%. Any truth to that? And he said, well, maybe. <laughs> like, what? what? Yeah, I haven't Wait, been updated on this. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal a while ago. Maybe a year ago. Oh, really? He said, yeah, we, we miscalculated that. So the fair tax, the cut would probably not be 18 or 20 or 23% already, like we I were talking about. I always heard 23. It'd be more like 30%. And I, uh, okay. Wait, what? No. <laughs> so... But it's still, I think was his his point, it's still better than what we have. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I think what it would hurt is new home sales, new car sales. Because are you going to buy a brand, a new construction home or something existing already so you didn't have to pay the extra 30%? Are you going to buy a new car or a slightly used car so you didn't have to buy, so you didn't have to pay for the extra 30%? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going used every time, <laughs> every time. I might even buy used clothes. <laughs> Jeez, because then the tax wouldn't be on it. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues but you'd I, have to get through. I think doesn't it work itself out through the um, the products that are you know bought to assemble these goods? Um, they don't, they're not. In other words, they're not paying the tax yeah. on the cloth or the, the right. The housing well, materials, et cetera. It's one of the arguments of the fair tax advocates is that all these hidden taxes go away. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> does any, Do they? Ta- does any fill-in-the-blank tax ever really truly go Welcome away? Welcome to the world, Mr. Born Yesterday. Thank you for your input. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the hidden taxes go away. Mm-hmm. Did you hit your head when you fell out of the turnip <laughs> truck? 888 <laughs> uh, in Illinois, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How are you? Good. Hey, um, I uh, yeah, I was calling about the um, been ripped off by panhandlers before. Yeah. And a few weeks ago, I was in uh, not a few weeks ago, back when it was cold. I uh, was driving around downtown, and I pulled into a gas station, and a guy was standing out front. He was going in to pay, and he said, "Hey, you know, do you have some money? Hey, I could I could have." It's like. And then I said to him, I said, well, what's going on? You know, I said, what's, what's your deal? And he says, um, you know, it's, I just got a new job and, you know, I've got a four-year-old at home and we need money for propane. And For propane? Said, okay. For his barbecue? For pro- what was it propane for? <laughs> uh, for to, to, to warm his house. Okay. You know, oh, like, it's propane heated? And, yeah, that's what he told me. Okay. So, yeah. And so, I was, you know, I was like, you know, I was like, whatever. So, and, you know, and. And so I, um, I was inside and I was trying to think about, you know, it's not for me to judge the guy, like whatever. Right, he right. needs money as a, I'm going, I'm, I'm in, but it's partially your, you know, your fault and Glenn Beck's fault because I'm trying to be a better person. <laughs> and so <laughs> you guys, you guys have inspired me to try to, to try to think about being a better person. So I'm okay. like, fine. Uh-huh. So I, I, I get, I get a 20, I go out and I'm like, look, here you go. And I was like, take care of your daughter you know, God bless you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it went off and I came back a few weeks later and my daughter was in the car with me and we stopped at the same gas station and I got out 
and he walks over to me and he says the exact same story verbatim. And wow. And I, was, and I said, I was like, man, I, I gave you $20 like, like two weeks ago. And he just looked at me for a second and he just said, <laughs> no, nah, man. And then just turned around and fast stepped over behind the building. And, <laughs> and, you know, like I wanted to, of course, part of me wanted to like go after him and like just shake him. But, mm-hmm. you know, of course I'm not going to do that. And I also had my kid in the car. Right. But, um, but then when I got in the car, she said to me, well, you know, what was going on? Why were you talking to that man? And I explained to her what the kind of the story and, but I don't want to ruin that, that for her. And so, you know, I said, you know, I gave because that's what, you know, we believe in Jesus and that's what we do. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, that's on him. I said, if he rips, if he rips us off or he lies, Mm -hmm. that's for him to deal with. We have to do what's right in our heart. Right. And that's what I did. And I said, but I won't help that guy again. And so, you know, that, that's kind of, I got ripped off, but yeah. his, he's the one that is ultimate. He's the one that's, that's hurting. Exactly I, right. I did, what, I, I did what I'm supposed to do. Exactly right. And yes, appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. So morally, yeah, you're, you're off the hook because you did the right thing. And he's on the hook because he's doing the wrong thing. And who knows how many people gave him 20 bucks. Or even if you give him a dollar or some spare change. And then he turns around and squanders it. That's that's pretty ugly. Uh, to me, you know, I'm not his judge. All I'm saying is he's going to burn in the fires of hell. Sure. I that's mean, it. You know, like- in, you know, in a lake of fire and brimstone, mm-hmm. continually burning yet never consumed. That's all I'm saying. But again, I'm, I'm not. It's kind of specific, though, of something mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. not saying. Yeah. I, I mean, I would never say that because, again, I'm not his judge. Huh. But I think that's pretty bad. Uh-huh. When, you're, when you're scamming people and they're trying to be charitable and let their better selves out, and then you turn around and squander that, eh, that's not good for you. That's not good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and then we all become cynics because we don't follow the golden that's, rule. That's that's the tough part. Uh, let me tell you about a great product I've been using for the last several months, and I love it. Uh, just had it again today, and already because over the weekend I didn't take any. Already I feel more energized after uh, taking Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. This is the only way. I, I get any kind of vegetable content in my diet. Yeah, I get plenty of red meat. Uh, plenty of meat of every kind. So protein's not an issue for me. Uh, what is are the vitamins and the nutrients you can get from things like kale, spinach, mm. green beans, mm. all the icky stuff. Oh. I just I can't do it. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. I see people like, ooh, I love Brussels sprouts. I think, what is wrong with you? Really? <laughs> Did were you dropped on your head as a child? What happened? Mm-hmm. So this is great because it's a, every scoop gives you a full serving of organic, not just vegetables but fruits and vegetables. They're prebiotic, probiotic. They boost your immune system and there's antioxidant power. It's not extract. It's it's real food. You know, real superfoods in there. So just take one scoop, put it in eight ounces of your favorite drink, or even just a glass of water. It flavors the water, makes it taste like Kool-Aid. 
actually really delicious. It's that easy, and it tastes great. Go to Brickhouse Nutrition, uh, BrickhousePat.com. Give it a try. Give Field of Greens a try for yourself. See if you don't just feel better. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter from Struggling Lumby. They should have asked those poor kids, the immigrants who've been torn, ripped right out of the arms of their parents. Mm. They should have asked those poor kids where you're a Beulah stay. <laughs> Which of course is grandma <laughs> in Spanish. Abuela. Yeah, where's your abuela? Abuela. Mm-hmm. Where where you're a bu- abuela stay. <laughs> That's good stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, that's uh, That very goes back nice. to last week on the program. Very nice callback. Uh, snarky McSnarky Face Q10. Uphold immigration laws, which I think you mentioned, Keith. Oh, yes. Clearly, Keith was into some illicit substances over the holiday Clearly. weekend. Yeah, because there's just no way we're going to uphold any kind of laws that we enact. It's just futile, right? Resistance mm-hmm. to this stuff is futile. Sarah Ritter. There's no way I'm drinking from a cup or glass that employees touched all day long. I've also read McDonald's is researching ways to make paper straws. Yeah, that's in regards to the uh, ban on plastics in the EU. <clears throat> Huckleberry John. Well, their predictions are always spot on. I mean, have you ever seen the fish swimming in the street on a sunny day? Mm-hmm. Yes. Also trending uh, on Twitter right now is the big Starbucks get-together. It's the whole training of how to be racially and culturally sensitive. And I guess, you know, letting everyone come into Starbucks and just hang out if they want to or use the bathroom, the facilities. They want to come up and I I say let them come back and fix themselves something to eat. (laughs) Get on the grill. (laughs) Uh, make yourself a grilled cheese sandwich. Whatever. Just have at it. Mentioned a little while ago, uh, I have a, I had a pretty good idea. You know, the, the 30-year-old whose parents took him to court to try to get him out of their house? <laughs> he needs to move into Starbucks. <laughs> nice. just, just move in and live at Starbucks. They can't kick you out. They can't go to court to have you removed. Yeah, I'm just going to live here. Got a bathroom, I get a shower in their sink. Maybe somebody will give me a cup of coffee and a donut from time to time. Be perfect. Perfect existence for this guy. Speaking of him, an unbelievable interview with Alex Jones, big conspiracy theorist, interviewing the guy in studio who was, uh, who's trying, whose parents are trying to evict him. (laughs) You won't believe that interview. (laughs) <laughs> it's going to awesome. be fun. Yeah, it's going to be some fun stuff right fun there. Fun stuff. Good morning, everybody. It's a beautiful morning. Two of the morning most dab. odd people yeah. ever collected in one convenient location together. Making for just a brilliant interview that you're going to love. 
we'll go over that in a few minutes. Also over the weekend, uh, Solo didn't have the greatest of openings at all. For a Star Wars movie, it opened to $103 million over the four-day weekend. <clears throat> Three-day weekend, whatever it was. $103 million for a Star Wars? Usually they, you know, $150 plus, $200 million would be about where they'd land. So it's already being called a uh, flop. Wow. Which is strange to me because I, I loved it. We, my wife and I went to, uh, and our, my daughter... A remaining lone remaining child in the house so far. Aww. Yeah, we're about to become an empty nesters. Oh no! Well, you know what? There's a there's this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a thirty year old kid, mm-hmm. and he's looking for, looking for looking a place. for a place. And so if yeah. you get lonely, maybe <laughs> we might. Out, it know? might be so weird. We'll just say, yeah. You know what, kid? A thirty year old kid, you can stay with us. <laughs> we got plenty of room. Come on in. Uh so we went to it on Friday. And I loved it. And then my oldest son wanted to take him and his family. And I thought, yeah, I'll go with you. I wouldn't mind seeing that again. And saw it again yesterday. Mm. I really liked it a lot. Mm. And it's interesting because I think only 70% of critics, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, 70% of critics liked it. 61 or 62% of the audience, which is really low. Mm. Uh, Still a positive score on Rotten Tomatoes, but a really low positive score. I was surprised only 60% of the audience loved it because I I thought it was the best Star Wars movie since 1983. It would wow. be number four on my list. The first three, you know. Wow. Empire Strikes Back, number one, obviously. Yep. I agree. Uh, Star Wars, the original, A New Hope. Yep. That's, uh, we're on. Considered number episode four. Okay, yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi. Those are good. Number three. I think I agree. Right after those three, Solo. I thought it was that good. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it's better than anything they've done on these prequels or the side movies. I I didn't like Rogue One that much. I really didn't like The Last Jedi. And it's certainly better than uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, I like that one a lot. A lot of people like that. Eh, That's the first one on this latest round, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not married to the new characters. Can't get into it. That'd be illegal. I don't know why. It would would be illegal for me. She might. But But she would just have to get used to it. If I were married to them, she'd just have to deal with it. (laughs) Yes. Because I I wear the pants in the family, and she doesn't dictate to me what I do. I can vouch that you're... (laughs) Currently Line. wearing pants, which mm-hmm. is um, which is good because it's a it's a departure from mm-hmm. last few weeks. Um, <laughs> so uh, the these characters, you're right. I can't even remember their names. I don't know their names. I know the the girl's name only because mm-hmm. um, what is it? Sheila? No, it's Bertha Bert- Gertrude. No. I don't know what her yeah, name it's is. It's Gertrude. And, and his is, name is Bob. It's or Frank. Bob, Bob and Ralph. Gertrude save the planet. Bob and Gertrude. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well be because I don't I don't have any interest in them. Okay, somebody if they both had their if they were both run through with lightsabers, mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, hmm, I want. I oh, will. I'm putting the call oh, out to the great tweeters, the great listeners of Pat Unleashed. I need a meme. I need some sort of picture of I don't care who it is, but it just has to say in the Star Wars font, Bob and Gertrude save <laughs> the universe. Oh, that's being done right now. You know it. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, hashtag put that in your pipe. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's see. At Pat Unleashed, tag that. And at the Blaze Keith, and I'll be sure to see it. <laughs> so Solo was 
obviously number one over the yeah, weekend. I gotta see that. Followed by Deadpool, Deadpool Two, mm-hmm. which is now up. It cost 110 million to make. It's already at 208 million, wow. just in North America. Then Avenger, Avengers: Infinity War. How long has that been out? Five weeks. It's cool. still third. It made 17.4 million. 622 million since it came out. That's just North America, remember? Yep. We're way over a billion worldwide. Yep. <laughs> Something called Book Club was uh, third in Life of the Party rounded out the top five this week. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hopefully you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Sort of the unofficial beginning of summer in the United States. Of course, summer doesn't officially start till what, June June 21st. But uh, this week, <laughs> still in late May, the predicted high and mid, mid to end of the week, 107 in Dallas. I can't. 100 plus every day for several days in a row. Ugh, it's agonizing. Al Gore was right. Yeah. Just saying. Because that never happens. Well, never. it averages, I think, 80 days a year, but uh, that never happens. But wait. <laughs> and I think the last couple of years, I don't know if we hit 100 at all last year. Maybe once? Yeah, a couple times. I don't know. I'll look. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Paul B. writes, uh, I went the Keith route. And offered a meal to a homeless person. Mm. They didn't want it. They finally took it. Asked for a Subway roast beef sandwich. <clears throat> Wouldn't leave his corner. And I was pissed when I only brought him back a six-inch combo and not a foot long. So the homeless <laughs> guy got pissed. <laughs> Where's my foot long combo? Holy cow. And I want sun chips. <laughs> sun, go back in there and get me some sun chips. Ugh. Wait a minute. I told you I wanted a diet cherry Coke. Not this uh, calorie-laden. Uh, Huckleberry John says, <laughs> I was with, with my mom and we passed a guy with a dog. So she bought him dog food. We did our shopping. And as we were leaving, we came to his corner again. And he was eating the dog food. Now that uh, is heart-wrenching. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. And I got him a $50 gift card to McDonald's. That was really cool. So wait, so hold the on. The guy was eating dog food. So did the dog night get to eat that day, or what's happening here? Huh. Wow, I don't know. That is rough, man, I tell you, because you just don't know. We are so beaten down yeah. with, with cynicism, mm-hmm. you don't know when someone is being genuine. Right. It's mm, bad. Uh, from the bestest, most awesomest TMB listener named James, <laughs> he says, hey, Keith, tell Pat uh, and Pat, I had a bum come up to me one time. <laughs> Is bum politically correct now? I don't... Roll with it. Yeah. We're good. I'm just quoting somebody. I had a bum come up to me one time and said, hey, can I have a couple of dollars to buy a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Since he was honest with me, I laughed and had an, handed him five bucks. He bought two beers. <laughs> nice. Brent out of shape says one paper bag okay. requires 20 times the amount of water to produce, weighs 10 times more. And takes up to seven times the space of one plastic bag. Yeah, 
all of these environmental fixes yep. are worse. Yep. The same can be said, really, for the electric car batteries, because they're so environmentally non-friendly. They're a nightmare to get rid of. Once they're done, what do you do with them? Hmm. I, for the first time, maybe ever yesterday, I saw a Chevy Volt drive past me. Like, wow, hmm. somebody actually bought one for $50,000 for that crap mobile? Stop it. And yesterday, where was I when I saw, oh, I was at, I was at the grocery store picking up some, something for our barbecue. And donating to their cause? Uh, yeah. Okay. And there's a woman who was walking out of the store with a Beto t-shirt. Like, okay, really? You're for Beto O'Rourke? So, that says everything I need to know about you. No, th- You're a moron. <laughs> Honest, between my experiences, mm-hmm. Jeffy's experiences, and people on social media, the total Beto O'Rourke um, publicity count, we're up to two bumper stickers, mm-hmm. a sign, mm-hmm. and now a t-shirt. And now a t-shirt. We got four people voting for Beto O'Rourke but in Texas. percentage-wise, mm-hmm. that's in a state of only 28 million people. So... So... <laughs> so you know, it's a blue wave that's sweeping Texas. <laughs> it's and not even a blue ripple. Going to sweep Ted Cruz right out of office, if we're not careful. <laughs> the tidal wave of Beto support is uh, oh, scary. Hey, hang on, hang on. I don't want you saying this, okay? Because I don't want it jinxed. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to... It's not happening. No. it's Ted Cruz will win in a landslide this fall. Yeah, I, right the latest back. poll was like he was up by seven. I don't. I don't believe that. He's going to win a lot more wider than margin, yeah? Me yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if people just don't want to say it or if if the poll results were skewed. I, I don't know. But there's no way he's within seven points of uh, Ted Cruz. No. 888 uh, Lori apparently disagrees with me on my assessment, assessment of uh, Solo over the mm. weekend. Lori in Washington, oh you're on the blaze. I send you milkshakes and you turn out to be the lamest Star Wars fan ever. No way, really? Why do you put Ewoks above Rogue Uh, One? Why? Why? Above Rogue One? Because the... You didn't didn't even say Rogue One as one of your favorites. It's not. seriously one of the best movies in the entire franchise. And I can't believe I'm calling in and talking about Star Wars because I'm a girl. And I'm not that big of a geek, (laughs) but apparently I am. Apparently you are. I know. Ewoks, man. Ewoks. I know. I don't like the Ewoks either. Cute, cuddly. Just... We didn't need all that nonsense in Star Wars movies, but no, and and we we frankly never needed Mark Hamill because he <laughs> completely stunk up the last movie that he was in. Oh my gosh! Like, where 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 was Mark Hamill's badass days as a Jedi? He just turned into a Democrat. Yes, he I'm did. So angry at Star Wars. Me too. I am, and I went I went into Solo wanting it to be. Awesome, because like, oh, you need to do solo, right? And the dude looked like he was Robert De Niro trying to be solo with the squinty eyes and the and the. Oh, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to be an impression of. No, just be yourself, man. Yeah. Oh, it was I, awful. I didn't think I. But I, I I agree with everything you said, other than the solo stuff, because I, <laughs> I I really I don't know. Maybe it was because my expectations were so low. Hmm. For solo, yeah. for solo, yeah, uh, and, and maybe that's what solo stands <laughs> yeah, for. Expectations are so low. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good morning, good morning. Thanks, Laurie. Appreciate it. So, I, it's just that 
I don't know. I've hated the other new movies so much that this one was like a breath of fresh air. Mm, maybe the expectations were so low. Maybe they were, that, they uh, were. Yeah, so that's yeah, probably exactly what were. it was. Yeah, And I, because of the trailers, I didn't think this guy was going to yeah. cut it as Harrison Ford's younger self. But I, he didn't bother me. Okay, good. Didn't bother me that's at good. all. You know, but Shelly has a, a very important question. So you went to the theater uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. She wants to know, she hopes that you didn't yell wolf. In the crowded theater while you were in there. No, I screamed coyote, and that was okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's constitutionally pr- protected. That. Yes. Whereas Wolf, <laughs> according wolf to Nancy Pelosi, would isn't. not be. You can't do that. Acceptable. So, But if you do yell coyote, uh, nothing happens to you, because I, I gave that a try. And <laughs> no, the theater was pretty crowded. Nobody blinked an eye, huh? <laughs> No. Okay, good. They... Uh, Robert in South Carolina. Hi, you're on the blaze. Oh, hey, Pat. Hey. Just want to make a comment about... Uh, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. When I heard everything going down, I began to think about it. In the Starbucks, look from the employees' side in Philadelphia, just those employees, they were in there. It was a rule from the CEO of all of them that you can't sit in there and not buy anything, and you can't use the bathroom unless you participate and buy something. So they were going by the rules. The guys wouldn't leave, so they called the police. And I heard on TV yesterday that said, the Starbucks employees had the two men arrested. That's not what happened. They called the police because they got rules the company put down on them. And so the police asked them, as I understand it, three times for them to leave. So they were arrested not for being in Starbucks and not buying anything. They were arrested. The police did it because they didn't obey the police, regardless of why they were called there. Right. Right. I uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Robert. And then, of course, it's a racial thing that they were arrested because they were black. And you can't go in there and just sit there if you're black. Now, a white, white group of people yeah. could have sat there for weeks. Yeah. Nobody would have said a word. Yeah. we don't. You've heard of SWB, right? Sitting while black? Because <laughs> that's a, got to crack down it's on a that. a terrible crime. Mm-hmm. Wow. You can't drive while black or sit while black mm-hmm. uh, because... You'll be accosted. Maybe beaten with clubs by the police. Speaking of the police, we, we have a video of a uh, really disturbing beatdown of a 20-year-old mom at the beach. She was white, by the way. Uh, take a look at this, and you tell me if this is problematic. Uh, I think they were asking her for her name. She wouldn't give it to him. So this is what happened Uh in the ensuing moments. The beach in Wildwood, New Jersey got heated fast Saturday after police pinned a 20-year-old woman to the sand, an officer punching her twice in the head in front of a shocked crowd. Lexi Hewitt was sitting nearby and recorded the takedown with her phone. She started screaming initially. It was almost like blood curdling. And um, the officers, you know, were, were on top of her on the ground. And that's when I just decided, like, you know, there's so much going on everywhere. Why not? Just in case. Wildwood police identify the woman in the video as Emily Weinman of Philadelphia. She can be heard protesting her arrest and how officers were handling her. Weinman posted on Facebook mm. that she was at the beach with her 18-month-old daughter, her child's father, and a friend. When police approached wow. her and asked her age, Weinman wrote, I had alcohol. 
but that I told them I wasn't drinking and the alcohol was clearly closed. We got breathalyzed and it came back negative. She admitted to repeatedly refusing the officer's request to give them her name and says when they approached to handcuff her, she tripped and cops tackled her. Witnesses can be heard pleading with her to stop resisting the officers. Weinman conceded she should have given police her name and wrote, quote, I was partly wrong in a way, but I was scared. All right. Wildwood's that, police chief uh, called the video alarming. That's disturbing. Even if she didn't give him his, her, give them her, her name, did you need to beat her in the face like that? Really? Uh, Dislike. Yeah. That's a, that, that's a disturbing video. Uh, somebody doesn't, you know, you're on the beach and you have alcohol and you're 20 years old. Your baby is there and your husband is there and you ask for her name and she refuses to give it. So you just start tackling her. I I don't know. Not only tackling her, but punching but her, punching in, the her in the face, face repeatedly. repeatedly. Yeah, not not cool. No. And then putting her in a chokehold and I don't know, man, that that looks bad. That just feels wrong. It also feels wrong to me that if you're not doing anything wrong and, you know, because the alcohol may have been for her husband, uh, is it illegal as a 20-year-old? It, and isn't it? I was thinking it was not, it was 18, but probably 21. So, um, But even so, you've got alcohol there and you ask for the name. You're obligated to have to give them your name? It's, when you haven't really done anything? Yeah, it, it is 21, and as I'm watching that video, I don't know who her baby daddy is in the video there, mm-hmm. but it's like, if that's your girlfriend or your wife... Yeah, where are you? I'm, I'm wondering, what. Well, I know what I do, but I'm saying, if you see a guy punching your wife, yeah, I, I don't care if you're wearing a uniform or not. I know. You're I about know. to get punched by me, and if I get shot and killed, I think I'm gonna. I'm fine. You know what? That's a good way to go out. If if you get that's, killed yeah. defending your wife's honor, that just that that's a that looked like a more than honor. Guy out I mean, of you're defending her safety. Yeah, her sa- you're right. You're right. Her honor. Her I'm not safety. gonna stand there and do nothing yeah. while a cop is beating my my wife. Like, ah, uh, I mean, that's like he's in an MMA battle. Yeah, you're not in the octagon there, uh, my friend. No reason for that. Yep, I didn't care for that video. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's a tough one. Uh triple eight. Not we wouldn't say that if she wasn't white. Oh yeah. You better believe oh, we would. If, if she were of black, course, we'd be like, yes. oh punch her more, man. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Which of course is ridiculous. Yep. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three joined by Brad Stags. Well, that just made me wonder as I was watching it whether or not she had swimmers here. And maybe Is that what you were thinking? maybe well, she didn't hear her. Uh, possibly, you her, look at the world a completely different way than me. I'll tell you. Yes, that. yes, yeah. I do. Uh huh. Yes, I do. Okay. Because I mean, if she did have swimmers here, it's possible she didn't hear the command. Exactly. Right. So wow. then you don't know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, truly, we don't have all of the facts <laughs> in the situation. Now, if she, <laughs> if she had used Wax RX, let's say. Yeah. I mean, if she had actually used that and, and didn't have swimmers there, things may have been totally, totally different. But uh-huh. uh, And then I also started picturing, like, ex-wives in that position. 
And I thought, you know, if that was an ex-wife in that position, would I stop? No, I probably should just move on, shouldn't I? Probably. You know, that's the thing Mm. about doctor's visits this time of year. It's mainly like swimmer's ear, earaches, things that kids are getting them all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can avoid. You can avoid all of that trouble. You can avoid trouble in general. Few simple rules. Yep. Do what you're told. Mm-hmm. And order the uh, the WaxRx system. You do that by going to usewaxrx.com. And if you just use this simple three-step system to clean out your kids' ears, you will not be dragging them to the doctor every other week complaining of an earache. Do you remember those three steps? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. It's squeeze. Squeeze. Mm-hmm. Squirt. Squirt. Rinse. Rinse. We're supple, man. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. ends up in supple. Okay. Squeeze, squirt, rinse equals supple. Gotcha. It's an equation, a very simple equation that you can get for yourself, have at the house whenever you need it, so you don't have to worry about going to the doctor. Just go to usewaxrx.com, use promo code radio for free standard shipping. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 93393 uh, And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Saves 84 tweets. Pat just said he was passed by a Chevy Volt. Was he pulled over again? <laughs> See, because uh, Chevy Volt can't pass anybody. Uh, actually, I was stopped at a stoplight, and he passed me on the right, going uh, about to turn right. That's good. So uh, that is the intuition there by saves mm-hmm. 84. Mm-hmm. Really good observation. Not an Adonis slug says, uh, "What am I gonna? What am I going to line my garage can in garbage. the bathroom?" Oh, not garage. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does say garage. Yeah. What am I gonna line my garbage can in the bathroom with if they outlaw my plastic grocery bags? Exactly. Really good question. Exactly. Jason Wilson says, uh, "Bought a girl a Publix sub. Freaking awesome one. Got her chips, drinks." And gave her 20 bucks to help her and her dad. Two days later, saw her charging her smartphone at a racetrack gas station. Didn't even go in. Just left. The bestest, most awesome TMB listener named James. (laughs) Here we go. Says, whenever someone asks for a couple dollars for gas and I can spare it, I test them. I tell them to go pull their car up to the pump and I'll go inside and put, put on some Put on the prepay. They never want to go and pull their car up to the pump. I believe that. It is. It's hard though, because you know, if you're religious, there is the charitable thing where you're supposed to give, and uh, that's a hard one to overcome. You give, and then it's on them what they do with it. By the way, um, conservative in Connecticut just tweeted us that the woman that was hit by the police was intoxicated, mm-hmm. failed the breathalyzer. Oh, so she lied? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Let's see. Kicked the police officer uh, in the groin and spit at him before the video started. Now, I'm not aware of yeah, that That's some different information there. Different. That changes the story ever so <laughs> little slightly. A bi- little bit? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And she kicked him in the nuts. That's, yeah. uh, you yeah, know. That's, Come on now. That's calls for a punching. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, obviously <laughs> then you do take her down. Yeah. Let's see here. I'm going to try to find out some. Hmm. Yeah, those details were uh, 
conspicuously missing from the report, from the uh, news story we had. Mm-hmm. And obviously from the video. So it's amazing how that can change your whole perspective. Yeah, you got to see this thing in context. That's where the police officer should be releasing the body cam footage Mm -hmm. if they have it. Because that would really come in handy. You could see the lead up to it. You could see what brought it all on. 888-933-93. Hey, hey, hey. The mayor of Wildwood, New Jersey has suggested that Weinman provoked the incident, which he called a shame. And he said body camera video will show her insulting and spitting on the officers. Doesn't talk about the kick to the groin there. But uh, we'll see. There's going to be more coming out for sure. Then you have to wonder, okay, if she spit on him does still, does that Yeah, no. Does that mean he can beat her in the face like that? No. If that was a man, I, you know, you might feel differently too. Mm. Sexism. Mm-hmm. I still don't like a woman being beaten in the face by a man. That's when still she's face that's down. disturbing to me. I mean, you me. already got her face down at that point. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I just, it did look like an MMA uh, takedown because they do that. Police they do the hammer fist. Yeah, yeah. Well, police officers yeah. have the most thankless job. They do. Uh, but let's. We're gonna have to get some mm-hmm. more context, more video mm-hmm. on this for sure. And there'll probably be more to come. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, Morgan Freeman is in some hot water. <clears throat> he just won some big SAG award. Uh, I think for a lifetime achievement. They're talking about taking that from him. Uh, it's kind of interesting, too, because he is one of the few I've seen uh, say, look, I, I didn't sexually assault anybody. I didn't sexually harass anybody. Have I tried to make women feel comfortable around me and, and men, for that matter? Yes. Yeah, but, I, you know, when you're coming on to him like that, I don't know that you're making him feel comfortable. But uh, here's a look at what is being considered kind of creepy Morgan Freeman footage. One of the accusers was a young production assistant who worked with him in 2015 on his comedy Going In Style. What's the worst that can happen? A whole bunch of nothing, right? She claims that while on set, Freeman allegedly, quote, kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if I was wearing underwear. Three of the eight accusers that spoke with CNN are entertainment reporters who allege Freeman made inappropriate comments during interviews promoting his film. Oh, boy. That type of questionable behavior was evident in our own ET archives. Thank goodness. Do you married? No. Fool around with older guys? (laughs) Just ask him. Okay. So... That's obviously sort of a prop- proposition. It's awkward. And it's awkward because he's so much older than she is. But they're both consenting adults, potentially. And he's testing the water. <laughs> How else he going to know? That's what Jeffy God. would say. How else you going to know? I mean, you got to ask. And then if she says no, he's... Walk away and try someone next time. <laughs> I don't think the age is what makes it awkward as much as just the conversation, con- you know, uh-huh. content itself. Yep. Um, and here's activist uh, Janet Mock with her own Morgan uh, Freeman experience, caught on tape by ET. Activist Janet Mock was our ET correspondent covering his film Five Flights Up. Okay. Well, now, how you all manage to do that all of the time? All of this? No, you got to dress this halfway between your knee and your hip. <laughs> and you sit down right across from me and you cross your legs. 
When asked about that uh, yep. incident today, Mock tells ET, quote, I was deeply disappointed that someone who was seen as America's grandfather was susceptible to such disturbing behavior and felt comfortable enough to do that as cameras were rolling. Okay. Uh, today. Uh, come on now. He's upset today. So, you have a beautiful woman that sits down like that and you notice it which is pretty human um but the problem is saying something about it i guess right because you're expect okay you're you're in a mini skirt to begin with then you hike it up even further right in front of him like that and he's in the wrong because he he notices that you're an attractive female with her skirt hiked up but the problem is, again, I think most men don't just don't say anything about that. Hopefully. He does. <laughs> he does say that. Now, I don't know how he thinks he's putting her at ease by doing that, because that just made it awkward. Uh, SAG released a statement that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, because um, this is amazing. And I, I think we're going to have to, again, we're going to have to come to a point where we decide how far can a male go when sort of coming onto or flirting with a female who's not touching and he's not assaulting, but he's definitely making some sort of proposal to her. I I don't know. I have to make that decision sometime soon. 888-933-93. Jeffy coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Ah, time now to chew the fat. Well, Jeffy, welcome. Thank you. Happy, and this is this is a national day that Keith will appreciate because he's mm-hmm. one of the few people in America that actually turned this company into billions of dollars every year and that's national paperclip day oh yeah 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 holy cow you want to talk about an industry that has made a fortune because of keith malinak and you know you know who doesn't paperclip day agonizing you know who doesn't recycle these things uh everyone or anything else yeah right here he just Mm -hmm. tosses them asunder and then i have to go and find more (laughs) and oh find them i do yeah i know i know sad national paperclip neat I know. Right back at you. Thank you. A busy month in the uh, U.S. Uh, drug busts. Uh, fortunately, I, I'm paying attention because now, I mean, there's a lot of them going on. Who's left, to, right? Besides started, you. Well, there's a lot left, but just I want to make sure they're not getting too close to home. Like uh, we've had, we had the uh, we had the fentanyl bust in Nebraska. Mm. Uh, now I love that they found 118 pounds of fentanyl in Nebraska. Um, I love the, the enough to kill 27 million people. Uh, uh, why can't we say you know enough to ease the pain of 50 million people? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I like we that. We don't do that. <clears throat> I like that. We'll do that. Uh, we had the U.S. Coast Guard seizing $78 million worth of cocaine in San Diego. <laughs> Woof. Man, that's a big bust there. That's a um, <clears throat> uh, number of pounds of cocaine, $78 million in uh, in uh, San Diego. And then at the border, we had $90 million worth of liquid meth. Uh, and I loved how they caught mm. this. They had a gas tank, <laughs> one gas tank in the semi full of liquid meth. Oh, that's so had, genius. I know. It is genius, except that it uh, didn't work out too well. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't. I mean, you figure mm. they get one and ten get through or more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of drugs coming into this country, man. Mm-hmm. Not good at all. Not good at all. And I know they've been testing out uh, restaurants. We've talked a little bit about uh, robots uh, being used in restaurants. Now they had the National Restaurant uh Association meeting last week in uh, Chicago, and uh, they showed the new testing of all the robotic servers going on. And we've got a picture of what they're talking about. I would say that if you're going to have a robot delivered to you, I mean, I get the idea that you want to see the food being delivered. As if you're watching on Blaze TV, you can see how the robot, you know, brings it to your table or whatever. But it would almost it would almost feel like they needed to kind of put a cover on it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I get the I get there. The waitress kind of holds it up, and it's probably the same thing. Uh, when a, when a human is delivering it to you, but it it just yeah. feels like it should have a cover with a, with a tag on it, you know, cheeseburger or whatever with the order, whatever specific order it is. Of course, we wouldn't cover. say that if it's a human. I know, it, but I'm, I know. I'm with you though. It's like it's if it's because it's like unattended. You don't know what's happening. I went, right on the way. And uh, I went to we. I started to use the uh, automated ordering at a McDonald's over this weekend, and it was frustrating because uh, the line. At the McDonald's was really long, and I thought, oh, they got three computer ordering systems. I'll just order and go, you know, they can bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they didn't give all options on the computer. There were there were some options missing, hmm. which was disappointing. So you end up either standing in line or not getting exactly what you want. So it's a little frustrating at the at the McDonald's. Maybe something they could work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, providing all options with their computer uh, computer ordering system would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be really nice. And of course, you know, we saw the robot that flipped burgers, and everybody tried to make a big deal about it uh, not working, but it did work. Uh, it just didn't. They hadn't programmed it to make as many burgers as they were making, mm. so it got backlogged, and which is why they shut it off. Mm. Um, so you know, right? It's so coming. The moral of the story: don't have you show up and order. A meal can be there a while. Why would that be? I just ordered a burger. I don't even understand that. I don't either. I Congratulations it. to Keith Oberman. What is this, the uh, third good. time? We're taking an expanded role at ESPN, including a return to Sports Center. What yeah. could possibly what? go what could, <laughs> I was watching his face. I'm waiting for him to react. because he possibly they go They hired wrong. him again. <laughs> <laughs> Are they brain damaged? I think they are, yes. <laughs> what does it take? Wow. <laughs> I think they felt sorry for like a homeless bum it, or something. It, should, oh. it may add to some 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 video and audio for the show. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Very good point. Uh, we've lost we've lost several that that were uh, you know big time producers mm-hmm. for the network uh, over the past few years that have lost jobs and positions, and we rarely see them out. Providing us with audio and video anymore. That's a shame. So it is a shame because you know that they're still out there and still, uh, well, they're still creating content. We just don't see it as much. It's kind of sad. 
Uh, we have uh, still controversy uh, going on with uh, the NFL mm-hmm. and uh, their problems uh, with the kneeling. I found it interesting that uh, you know we have we keep asking Congress uh, what they think. Like they, we need Congress involved. I would say uh, no, uh, Congress. We don't need you involved. I realize that uh, Keith Ellison, who you know, look, and he even tweeted, like people who know me know that uh, I love football, but I won't be watching any NFL this season. Oh no! Because don't, of the, don't say that. Don't say. I, don't say <laughs> Keith I Ellison know. isn't going to watch pro football games. I know. Oh no. Oh, I we can't have that. I understand. Like, is there one single human being that cares one iota about <laughs> Keith Ellison? Ba- you know, banning his viewing of the NFL. And they were Who so cares? They were so mad at Nancy Pelosi for commenting uh, on uh, comments Jeez. about the NFL. Uh-huh. I love the national anthem. Uh, I'm from Baltimore. That's where mm-hmm. it was written during the War of 1812. I'm. I, 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 I'm very positive. Sometimes people say, maybe we should change the national anthem. No, I love the national anthem. I love the flag. And I love the First Amendment. I'll just leave it at that. Hmm. It's Nancy Pelosi. They're, they're, okay. they're mad at her for that. But she didn't take the player's side. How dare she? I know. Several I know. Uh, NFL players, according to Sean King. I know. Uh, I was gonna... The supposed black-white guy. <laughs> uh, Correct. Several star NFL players have told me, he says... They're considering sitting out the season until the ban of Eric uh, Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick is removed, and both men are given spots back on the rosters. They aim to get twenty five percent of the players to sit out with them. Okay, all right, see ya. Uh, I, I really bye. bye. And I, I, are you really going to forfeit? Do you know how much money that is? Million dollar salaries. No way. so that you can kneel during the national no anthem? Come on, way. come on. Which is not your right in the scope of what we're talking about. It is not. You can do it somewhere else. You just can't do it consequence-free in the confines of your job where your employer is asking something I don't know what's so difficult to understand about that. I don't either. I really don't. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't. There's nothing difficult about it. Nothing. There isn't. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't figure it out. And I can't figure out, A, there may be one or two or maybe three Sean King players that do that. And I don't believe that there's one, uh, you know, maybe maybe you'll get a couple of fans and family members that are upset over it, but most people just want to watch football. Mm-hmm. And if you know uh, NFL, I mean, even the players who have some brains left, uh, you know, because of they get banged around and the helmets are bad and they've got concussions and it's just a horrible thing mm-hmm. and nobody can, can make that live right uh, with the concussions that are created. Uh, NFL stands for not for long. Uh your career doesn't last very long. So you want to make the most money possible in the shortest amount of time. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and take your time off. Yeah. Go ahead. Good luck. It's insanity. It most certainly is. And I don't know if you saw the the video, and I was told, go again, I don't have it, but I don't know if you saw the video of the Golden State Warriors coach, Steve Kerr. Now we've, or is Kerr? It Kerr? Kerr, yeah. K-E-R-R, yeah, Kerr. Uh-huh. He, uh, we've, ta- we've had him on before uh, saying some wonderful things because yeah. he's a really good guy. This guy's obnoxious. He sure is. But he, he made a big thing over uh, the NFL's idiotic national anthem policy and called it fake patriotism. And he went off on the NFL and the fans. And, and uh, the NBA better understands why players have knelt during the Star Spangled Banner better than the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it was a great – I mean, the video, you just want to – Yeah, he's a douchebag. You just want to turn the New Jersey police on him.
Mm-hmm. It's what you want to do. And it just it makes me hate the Golden State Warriors. It sure does. Every more time he opens ever. his stupid mouth, I dislike them more. Oh, I just oh, just drives me crazy. He's in a good place there, Northern California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> just makes me, I, I want yes, the Cavs to win. That's all. That's all it does. And they have virtually no shot because LeBron can't overcome an, an entire team. But we'll see. What do you mean? The king? The, the greatness of I LeBron? The, yeah, he's I mean, pretty great the... to get the Cavs in this situation back to the finals. Yep. That's pretty amazing because that's probably his best performance of all time. Because <laughs> this is not a great basketball team. It's, it's one great player and uh, the 14 dwarves. Now, right. wait a minute. That's what it is. <laughs> I just want Kyle Korver to win a, a title. That's all. And well, so Houston, that's why Houston I'm went down. So Why? Cleveland. Because why do you care about Kyle? Because he's the only person that ever has been upset <laughs> to leave the Atlanta Hawks. That was a big deal for him, and he was mm. beloved there. And he's the only reason to watch the Hawks. Now he's gone, and I hate it after rooting for LeBron in white? order to root for. Yeah, you're right. You caught me. Mm. So. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just asking a question here. <laughs> no, nah, he went to Creighton, mm-hmm. you know, in Nebraska, and so uh, mm. I don't know. Got a soft spot for Kyle Korver. Wow. Want to see right. him do well? Wow, you racist. Mm-hmm. And then there's that angle as well that I wasn't going to say, but Jeffy oh. said it for me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, uh, I was uh, we bought a, it was my my wife's uh, granddaughter's birthday, and uh, my, <laughs> your wife's granddaughter. My wife's birthday? granddaughter's yeah. birthday. Yeah. No relation to you. That's my my oldest son's child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was her birthday, so we were there celebrating. We got a little, you know. Uh-huh. Splash pool. What does she or, call you, by the way? What she call you? What's that? What does your granddaughter call she you? She hasn't been checked. She doesn't speak. The um, <laughs> we're having her checked this week. She doesn't speak. Okay, all right. <laughs> How old is she now? Two. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought a little. We bought a little splash pool for the backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, for a little sliding thing and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And uh, in the setup, we get the tag that someone is supposed to wear. And if you're watching on Blaze Television, you'll see the tag. It says, I will monitor the kids in the pool without distractions to ensure that water play remains safe and fun. I will not leave the kids unsupervised without a replacement. We are doomed. We are it doomed. says designated water watcher. We are doomed. So you have to wear this tag around your wrist? Yes. I, I, yeah, no, I didn't want to get caught in the backyard without the tag around right. my neck with the... You know, with the, with the kids splashing around in the pool. Well, you got a neighbor who sports Beto, so probably somebody watching you. <laughs> right. <laughs> How else are you supposed to know that you need to watch the kid? When I don't know, kid? Pat. I don't know. I thought I you really... were the water watcher. I thought right. you were. I don't know. Where's the tag? And we I realized that I got it. You can drown in a spoonful of water and spoonful. it happens every year. I got it. Mm-hmm. But. Over 9 million people drowned in a, in a teaspoon of water last year. Really? 9 million. And I feel sorry for, you, for their loss. The mm-hmm. Families, mm-hmm. friends, business Well, partners, how do you recover from that? If, if you're in a teaspoon of water, um, you don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't. You, you don't. don't what do you just You just keep snorting it into your nose. And you, and you obviously die. So mm-hmm. You don't know obviously. what to do in a teaspoon of water. You, you are 100% correct. Uh-huh. Pat, I apologize. Yeah. So I take it all back. It's logical that you'd be told you better watch your kid while they're in this pool. <laughs> I take it all back. I yeah. apologize. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've said for uh, uh, for a long time that uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton both are struggling a little bit. 
You know, they're getting a little older. Times are tough. And Hillary sure. won't let everything go. She's you see still the up and around. Thing? That's what I'm talking about. Good right heavens, there. that's weird. What is it about? Now, I realize the and temperature was in the 70s. Oh, it was? In the 70s, I think, is what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, we're obviously, we're looking at the video as the air conditioning blows 72 or 70 because it's 150,000 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. But it was in the 70s. But still, uh-huh. in... Uh, in in uh, New York, in the seventies, that's hot. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, that's summertime day. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're at, at the Jersey beaches, right? I mean, and she's all bundled up. We have a couple of pictures for Blaze Television. She is all bundled up, and yeah, and, well, it's uh, it's not the first time she's been doing this. Yeah, on hot days. And uh, I'm not quite, quite a lot sure lately. what the deal is. She's covering something like that back brace that we mm-hmm. saw her with once. Ever since Look then, she's been wearing uh, the long coat uh, that's almost down to her knees. Yeah, the trench and coat. Some kind we have of, the still pictures too. We could show those. Yeah. Those really show it up. Well, you can scarf. kind of tell right there. With the, if you're watching the video, the handshake to the governor uh-huh. as Como shows up, you can see that there is actually something, right? Uh-huh. I don't know, you can see that. Oh uh, uh, yeah, different shot. You can see something. Do we not have the still shots? There. Because there we go. There it is. Look at that. I mean, that is. Oh, that is a huge back brace. A back brace. Yeah. And apparently, and, you know, whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If it's helping her get around, good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get what it is she's trying to hide, or why. Why are you trying to, unless it's, I, I don't even know why. She's not running for office. Why not just exactly say, what's, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But obviously, for some reason. I mean, she's, you know, I get maybe being, being a little embarrassed about it. Okay. It was much warmer a couple of days earlier than that when she was bundled up. Okay. Yeah, right. Again, so. yeah, at another event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really weird at the other event. I mean, Bill's in, uh, you know, his khakis and a sport Looking. jacket and. And then there's also where she's standing next to some, some girls along the side of the road. Right. Boy, that's an awkward transition to what I was about to say. She, there's another picture where she's standing next to uh, Girl Scouts that are wearing shorts and, All right. and short sleeves. That's what I'm saying. At this time of year up there, this summertime, man. Yep. I get it. That's just kind of strange is all. She's definitely got but, something poking out in the back. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I, I just, I mean. I, Whatever. I know. It's just. Yeah. yeah. It's very cute. It's just that she's so. Her mm-hmm. that <laughs> fake, mm-hmm. just secretive. Yeah, I don't secretive, like it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as you well know, Pat. Uh, I mean, you know it as well as I do. That I mean, I'm. People call me Miss. I am fashion. You know that I'm. Mr. Oh fashion. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. There's one thing we can no say question. about you. It is you are fashion. Thank you. Look at look at you today. In fact, you're a trendsetter. Cutting edge. Thank you. Thank you. Cutting edge. But I just want to say plaid shirts. I hadn't come. Uh, I had, the cutting plaid shirt. Well, there's edge. only three different kinds of shirts. Sure. Yeah, there's there's plaid. Yes. There's striped. Mm-hmm. There's solids. Yes. That's it. All right. And but you, now, you, you now decided. not anymore. Okay. Not anymore because uh, Balasingiega, the known mm-hmm. worldwide for transforming ugly designs into couture fashion, has now uh, made a new trend. Okay. What is it? If you what look on blazed. The- is happening to our society <laughs> what in the i can't take it this is uh, the double shirt <laughs> what this is the double shirt so you have the shirt that you're put over your body and then there's a shirt separate that hanging is, from okay it. that's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. that's dumber than the than the blue jeans are all now, cut up now i'm going to that's dumber than anything we wore in the 70s yeah that's anything. true that's true that's dumber than leisure suits. That's dumber than bell-bottom pants. Mm-hmm. It's well, that is ridiculous. I mean, what some of you people wore in the seventies is uh-huh. not good. <laughs> yeah, not 
not good. Uh-huh. I mean, I remember pictures. Do you? But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I mean, pictures of mm-hmm. leisure suits and <laughs> high heel shoes. I was just going to ask you about the, uh, in Europe, they are uh, noticing that the oldest tree in the continent is having a growth spurt now after mm. 1,230 Three? years. Now, you having been the person who planted the tree, right. I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm curious as to your thoughts on the fact that after all this time, over a millennia, uh, it's starting to grow again. We were, Did you foresee that happening? Or No, in fact. You planted we were, it? In fact, we were very excited. Okay. We were very excited. <laughs> we, we, we had long thought that it had... Uh, it's already it had discontinued growing and was yeah. uh, well on its way to dying. But and no, this, this the spurt of but life no. brought back all good. Uh, we called the family together. <laughs> did this you part name of the it? celebration this week? What did you name the tree? Uh, you know what? That is none of your business. Wow, way to take a stand, Jeffy. Way to take a stand. Uh, let me tell you about Mercury Real Estate Services. Uh, Glenn and Tanya started real estate agents I trust because they were personally frustrated trying to sell their home uh, several years ago in Connecticut. It went. It just sat on the market. There's nothing worse than your home sitting on the market. And everybody's seeing that, and they see that, well, this went on the market a year and a half ago. What's wrong with it? Yeah. Uh, certainly, I can get this for a better price than they're asking because they just want to get rid of it. So that's what happened. They lost a ton of money on it and took a long time to lose a lot of money on it. And they didn't <laughs> want that experience to be your experience. So they put together a really good network of agents and they thought, well, how can we ensure that these agents are going to be better than the one we had? Because they, they went by their experience, their marketing plans, what kind of character they have, and the results they get for their clients. Plus, an added bonus is they're all fans of the show. So they've got that in common with you. And you know you share certain principles and values. You're just going to get along better. So if you need to sell your house, you want to do it really fast, you don't want to lose money. In fact, you want to make money on your house. Thank you. It should. It's your big investment. It should make you money. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Let our agents earn your business. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here. This is astounding. Mm. By now, you've probably heard, uh, or maybe you saw Roseanne Barr's tweets perceived as racist. I, you know, I guess they are. I, I don't know. Um, she had a tweet storm yesterday or the day before, where she was talking about Chelsea Clinton, uh, George Soros, Chris Saliza, and Valerie Jarrett. And uh, she said some disparaging things. She called Chris Saliza a mouth breather. Okay. Ooh. What does that mean, really? That okay. You breathe out your mouth because your, your nose is plugged up? Uh, Hillary Clinton uh, is... A, it's a colostomy jug because it's full of uh, stuff. And to top it off... She appeared 
to talk about Valerie Jarrett claiming she's the baby of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. Uh, so that was I, probably the one that got her into the most trouble. Well, breaking news is that ABC just canceled Roseanne because of it. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Whoa. That was a number one show for a few weeks, and I think still top five, right? And they canceled the show because of her tweet? Wow. She's already apologized, obviously, for the tweet. But uh, I don't know if you recover from that. She said, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I'm truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. And not enough. ABC, being the political, politically correct network that they are, and so are the others, in fact, just canceled her show. <laughs> wow. Now, will Netflix or Amazon pick that up? Can they? It's probably too radioactive right now. Jeez, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, there's other people on that show besides Roseanne. I don't know if you're aware of that, and it affects all of them, too. You aware of that, ABC? Wow. So, like, hundreds of people are out of a job now because of her tweet. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed just around the corner. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network we still have so much to get to uh really got to talk about this alex jones situation uh and we've been talking about uh, the panhandling and whether or not you know what do you what do you do about the scammers because there's lots of them there's a lot of people who are really down on their luck and really need help there's others who just you know scamming the system that are playing on your sympathy and but when you give it's kind of on them if they screw it up right you've done your part now if they go buy beer and alcohol yeah it's up to them uh so we could talk about that also the situation at Publix which was there was a die-in Friday what or was it Saturday there, um, yeah it was I think it was Saturday they okay. said go to your local Publix grocery store and do a die-in. Uh, we got to get to that. Talk about that in a second. Uh, let's talk to Tammy first uh, in Tem- Tennessee. Tammy, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Hey, so my I'm listening to your show earlier, and my husband called. It was like, you know, an hour in. And just very coincidentally, he said, just had a peaceful moment with um, a daughter who's six. Mm-hmm. And um, he was telling me he was driving down the interstate, and he sees this guy walking. He's got all of his belongings on his back, but he's barefoot. And so he he said he, he got all the way home and was pretty convicted that he needed to go back. And so he told Anna, my daughter, what he was planning on doing. So he goes back to where the guy is and asks him what size shoe he wears. 
she takes her then to Walmart, picks the guy out a pair of 13s and some socks and goes back to deliver them all with the idea of teaching her, you know, this is what we do as Christians. And, and this guy made a scene and said, why did you buy me shoes? Why didn't you just give me the money? And he said, you know, I can't give you much, but I can give you a pair of shoes. You're walking barefoot. And he said, I take those shoes and I put them on and I don't get anybody to stop for me anymore. Nobody gives me anything if I'm wearing shoes. Holy cow. So, so he wouldn't let him, he wouldn't take the shoes. My husband took them back to the store. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that is unreal. Of course, it happens all the time, right? They, they claim what they need is not necessarily what they're looking for. I've had pretty, you know, you've had little instances where you figure these people would rather, you know, I give them, a, I have a friend who carries around um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in her car and if somebody's asking for food, she'll give them out at red lights or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have people who, you know, act like I'd rather have the cash. But sure. if I plain out said, I, if I put these shoes on, I don't get anybody to stop for me anymore. Oh, that's amazing. I uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Tammy. Yeah, people are tired of being are being scammed, and so we're getting a little cynical on it. Ah, that's that is amazing. Of course, they want the money because they can do whatever they want with the money. And if you get them the shoes, yeah, then now they got a pair of shoes to walk around in. <laughs> it's incredible, and they're not resourceful enough to just sell the shoes on eBay, right? <laughs> so wait, I have to like actually type words. Wow. Hmm. Uh, 888-933-93. Speaking of people, you know, freeloading, the uh, 30-year-old that was kicked out of his house and then refused to leave, kicked out of his parents' house, mm-hmm. refused to leave to the extent that the, the parents tried to evict him five times. He wouldn't leave. So they finally took him to court, got a judge to rule. He needs to get out. That guy showed up on Alex Jones' show. (laughs) And you have to see the interview to kind of uh, believe it. Uh, Here's here's Alex Jones talking to uh, the millennial, 30-year-old millennial, who who won't leave his parents' house. There's 7 billion people. Most of them are retarded. Uh This has been done by design. They're getting ready to cull everybody. They got the race-specific bioweapons ready, everything. I really don't want to be part of this process. I've been offered to be part of it. I, I really don't want to do it. So I, I, I don't want to kill you. You understand? Okay. Yeah. That's good I'm not to joking hear. around, brother. All right. I'm, I, I'm not going to kill you. I, I'm saying, but I, I do represent on the good side, the, 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 the brainiac consciousness, the way I'm talking is standard operating procedure at the highest levels. Okay. Like this is, this is the language. What the hell are you talking about? What what are you talking about? First of all, I, I'm not going to kill you. I think that means in the interview, right? As he's speaking metaphorically, I assume he's not talking about I'm not going to physically kill you. Mm. I'm not going to kill you in this interview. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. But what was the rest of what are you talking about? Mm. First of all, most of the 7.6 billion people are retarded. That's thing one. What? What? And then the rest of it. Let me let's see that one more time. See if we can decipher what it is Alex Jones is even talking about. Let's watch that one more time. There's seven billion people. Most of them are retarded. Uh huh. Okay. This has been done by design. 
They're getting what, ready what to is? call everybody. They got the race-specific bioweapons ready, everything. Race-specific? I really don't want to be part of this process. Bioweapons? I've been offered to be, be part of it. I, I really don't want to do it. What? So I, I, I don't want to kill you. You understand? Okay, yeah. Uh, that's good I'm to not hear. joking around, brother. All right. He's not joking I'm, around. I, I, I'm not going to kill you. I, I'm okay. saying... But Shame. I I do represent on the good side the the, 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 the brainiac consciousness. Brainiac the way I'm talking is standard operating procedure at the highest levels. Okay, if this is this is the language. Uh, if anybody, that's that doesn't even seem like English. I don't under what is he saying? What is that? Nobody knows, man. If anybody can decipher, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? What? I'm part of that brainiac society where I don't really want to be a part of it, but all I'm I'm saying is just I'm just saying that I'm not a part of it, but I'm a but I've been asked to be a part of the brainiac society. What? Are you, what? I, <laughs> I don't know, man. What? Then he goes into. Uh, we, have you ever considered oil paintings? Oh, this is good stuff here. Uh, all right, there's there, there's more brainiac stuff from Alex. Uh, take a look. When I said you act like you have a little bit of what they call autism, that's just their own autism. term for it. The point is, you, you you need to realize that you're eccentric. Uh huh. And have you ever done oil painting? Oil painting? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> You have enough of a name right now if you struck while the iron was hot and started a website about yourself yep. and started a Twitter yep. and just said things you thought about the world. And, right. and then you're a little late, but if somebody like me promoted you a little bit, you would then be able to make a living selling oil paintings and making statements. I mean, I, I, I could see here's the thing, if you listen to me. I'm not an artist like that, though. I, oh, exactly. You couldn't do that. Exactly. If you listen to me, on, I could see 50 paths for you. And if you listen to one path, I I could just not control what you did, but just give you a path because yep. you're just an example of humanity right here, right now. Uh-huh. Millennial caught in the mind wash. It, it, see, you won't, you won't. You're in just you're saying, well, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. But you could get on an airplane and get paid three thousand dollars to come here, and that's why I did this. Mm-hmm. You understand that, don't you? I do. And that check will clear the bank when you cash it. I can't imagine that it wouldn't have. <laughs> So he gave him 3000 bucks to get on a plane and come to the studio so he could get an interview mm-hmm. and be asked if he can do oil paintings and make statements. And the look on the guy's face was, wait, that was, sounds like work. Yeah, and, and it's job? like, I don't even know what you're talking I'm Oil painting? I just told you I don't oil paint. What a... Oil paint? Oh, Why oil painting? You're you can't do that. That's what you're saying. No, I... I just told you I can't oil paint. So how's that going <laughs> to? You've got autism, though, so you can. Wow. Strange, man. It's strange. Eh, just a little more, too. Here is a, a little clip Clip number three with Alex Jones. I'm not comparing you to a dog, but I had a Labrador Retriever <laughs> German Shepherd mix named Max when I was about six years old. Right, sure. And we lived by the highway. Somebody you dumped him off. By the highway. He's a sweet dog, but every time we tried to go. Mm-hmm. Even he, he lived out, but he was 15 years old, a hip displeasure. I was there. He put him in the bed with me. Right before I moved out of my parents' house, strangely enough, he like uh, he died the week before I moved out. I was like 18. I mean, when I was like five years old, six years old. And what? I remember putting the dog in the bed with me, sleeping with him. And I woke up. He was cold and dead in the morning, but oh, no. he had a heart attack. Okay. We thought. But the point was, <laughs> every time I tried to load him up in my truck or my dad's Land Cruiser, uh-huh. 
he would get scared and piss everywhere because he thought we were going to go dump him. Uh, how much time do we have left? We're almost over. But the point I'm telling you is, listen, yeah. he couldn't get over that trauma. I never beat the dog. Right. I love that dog. I buried that dog myself. Mm-hmm. That was a dog of my childhood. But he couldn't get past the trauma, and he couldn't trust me to get in the car because he thought I was whoever it was. We got him. He's probably about seven months old who was nice to him and sweet to him, but then dumped him on the side of the road. My, I grew up with a, my grandmother's dog, Sandy, and she was my friend for years. And uh, I remember my, and you know, your father brought your dog to you to die with you. Um, my father came into my bedroom one day and, and told me that Sandy was dead. And well, she brought to die. That's not, we know, he died, right? She brought her and killed her. He brought her to the pound, or to the, not to the pound. Well, he was, he, he thought you were emotionally weak and couldn't handle it. Really? Really? He was he, he, thought that, he thought that I was emotionally weak and couldn't handle what? Well, I was still, I was, I was 18 and still living there. And the dog fell over. And clearly, and my dad checked him and said, yeah, his heart's palpitating. They're not going to be able to save him. He was right. 15, you know, everything. So I got the dog and stuck it in the belly of me and, and went to sleep. And he was dead in the morning. So you did that? Well, I lived there. And it was almost like an art double sign. My dog's dead. Time to go. What? Because a week later, I moved out. There was a little point of childhood's end. <laughs> wow. So just when you think the 30-year-old wow. is crazy, just put him in a room with Alex Jones. Oh, no kidding. And then it's like, oh, wait, you're the normal wait, one. the 30-year-old was the most normal person mm -hmm. in that interview. He, he couldn't figure out what the hell Jones was talking about any more than we can. What? What? I didn't understand. He said, none of it. My dad put the dog in the bed with me. And then later on, he says... Yeah, I put the dog in the bed with me because I'm... Uh, see, earlier he was trying to say, my dad didn't think I was emotionally weak like your dad. Uh -huh. And then he says, I put the dog in the bed and the kid's like, wait, you did that? <laughs> Regardless of the story, Alex Jones is... Wow. Mm. That is just so insane. Have you ever seen a weirder interview? Just if you... What are you talking you about? you ever thought he was being disingenuous... And just being a showman and, uh -huh. and acting like he believed all these conspiracy theories. Just watch that interview. Yeah, the man's insane, in my opinion. Wow, mm. that that just holy crap! What are you, dude? What are you talking about? What are you trying to say? I don't even understand where you're going with this. Are you saying I'm a loser? Are you saying I? Uh, uh, it's my parents' fault. It, what? What no. do you? What does this dog thing have to do with it? The point is, childhood's end, Pat. Good golly, that's bizarre. <laughs> wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you have a gun at home for personal protection, when was the last time you practiced with it in your home? Unless you've got the iTarget Pro system, the answer to that hopefully is never because. <laughs> If you start firing bullets in your house, uh, there's not going to be a good outcome there. But iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. It uses your, your gun and it, a smartphone with their proprietary app and a laser in place of the bullet. So when you're squeezing the trigger and firing, the laser detects exactly where your shots are landing safely and effectively. Just a great system. So now you can practice in your home where it matters most, where you may actually have to defend yourself and your family. 
You can test out different angles, maximize your tactical advantage, and you do it all using your own personal firearm. Plus, go buy the uh, system right now at itargetpro.com. You'll save 10% when you use the offer code PAT. So worth it. Uh, It's a great system, isn't it? I mean, it's fun for the whole family, and you get really good at, uh, at using your gun. Save money, save time. I mean, you're going to save so much money not buying ammo that you take to the range and just fire off and, and waste all of that. Don't have to do that. Take your uh, skill to the next level safely, inexpensively, and effectively. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. ITargetPro.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Uh, last week, David Hogg attacked public Publix Grocery Store <laughs> because they donated money as a corporation to a candidate that supports the NRA. So he called for a die-in at Publix everywhere. Apparently they did. Um, they did the little die-in. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sure everybody who were customers there who had nothing to do with public's policy of giving to anybody, they must have loved that situation, having to step over these morons in every aisle. Uh, do we have a photo of what it was like at Publix? Because uh, <clears throat> it, it looked like it was really convenient for them. Shopping through the aisles, through the produce section or the frozen food section, and you got a bunch of people laying on the floor. Should have been, should have just stepped on their faces. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Yeah, look at that. Stop it. Look at that. Yeah, you know, you notice the the. It should have been arrested and dragged and dragged out of the store. Disturbing the peace. Yeah, you don't have any right to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have any right to do that. Yep, and everybody's heads on the cold ground except for David Hogg's. He's using somebody's legs as a pillow. How convenient. I mean, what a. That's that's incredible. Look at how many. I, plus, here's the thing. Publix caved in to David Hogg in his tweet thing, in his little tweet protest. Mm-hmm. They caved in. They said, "Okay, yeah, we're we're not going to contribute to this candidate anymore." After after the die-in, right? As after no, it was before like, the die-in. Oh, they caved before. in before the die-in and said, "Look, okay, we won't oh. do it." Oh. Yeah, he said, "Well, we're going ahead with it anyway." Huh? Why? That's interesting. What do you mean? So it worked. Your little threat worked. And they said, okay, we're, we're not going to contribute to him anymore. They did it anyway. So this is just this little person <laughs> out for publicity. <laughs> this is him just wanting to get more publicity for himself. That's all it is. Because he already won. But here's how he won. I, I love this. This is so great. The unintended consequences of his dumbass actions. The die-in was so effective that they said, okay, not only are we not going to give to this NRA supporting candidate, 
We're not going to give to any political organization or cause. We're stopping all political donations as of now, at least temporarily. They're going to at least temporarily halt all political donations. Well, okay, that must have made the liberals happy. Mm -hmm. Sure. not, Not so much. Wait, no? Because it wasn't just an NRA supporting candidate that they that they contributed to. Okay. The NRA, which is one, uh, Publix has also contributed to the YWCA, a member of the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence. Um, they, the CSGV opposes stand-your-ground laws and opposes concealed carry. Oh, and Publix was giving money Publix to them, too. Publix giving money to them. Publix <laughs> also funded same-sex marriage that's now over they also funded abortion advocacy like planned parenthood huh those donations now stop <laughs> that's isn't that wonderful his attempted extortion mm-hmm. convinced them to stop donating money to planned parenthood that's funny that's fun stuff hey, right I'll, there. I'll take that trade-off yeah. Okay, you stopped him contributing to one guy who supported the NRA, but more importantly, you stopped them contributing to the abortion mill, to the murder mill, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a win, ladies and gentlemen, that boys and girls. A that's a stick. Thank, Thank you, David, David. Hogg. Thank you, David. Thank you, David Hogg. Way to continue with the die-in, uh, where they already caved into your demands. Yeah, well, we're going to do it anyway because I I like the publicity and, and this isn't about me except for it is because uh, I'm showing you that because they already they already said they're going to stop. <laughs> yep, I would be so hacked off if I walked into a supermarket. All these morons are laying all over the floor. I would not go out of my way not to step on them. Oh yeah. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't notice you. Why are you on the floor? Yeah, I did, was that your face? <laughs> oh, uh, you, huh. You'd have to have a buggy too, <laughs> man. Didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't mean <laughs> to roll my shopping cart over your face. You know what? I just didn't expect anybody to be right. laying on the floor yeah, the last, in the supermarket. The last, I don't know, good two dozen times I've come here. There hasn't been anyone laying on the floor. I just wasn't expecting yeah, that. I'm I, sorry. I mean, who knew? I needed my free cookie over at the bakery. I didn't know you were going to be right there. I'm not that observant when I'm shopping because I'm always sure. looking for the item or your that list. I'm here to get. You're looking at your list. And my list. Mm-hmm. And so to run over your face and that guy right next to you uh, ran over his groin, I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, but I always walk in a stomping motion through a grocery store. Ooh, that must have hurt. I yeah. apologize. Sick. Well, I don't really because... You shouldn't be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Don't lay on the floor, <laughs> buffoon. <laughs> so great. Good times in America. Uh, good golly. Yeah, and some counter protesters showed up as well, and it was just a shouting match, and it was just, woo boy, loving, mm. loving the state of our nation right now. A grocery store has become a battleground to scream at each other. Good stuff. Do, the, do we have the? Uh, do we have? We got the report the sh- from the Florida report there, of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. check that out. Let's check that out. It got kind of confusing out here early on. Uh, that's because after Public said that it was suspending those political contributions, David Hogg, the leader, decided. 
it okay. We're going to call this off for right now. We're going to talk to Publix. But then, uh, after thinking about it more, he decided, no, it's still on. And they went inside the Publix. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas student David Hogg leading a group into Publix. They're there to protest the store's support of NRA member and gubernatorial candidate Adam Putnam. Publix reportedly gave him more than half a million dollars. He is a A-rated politician by the National Rifle Association. He has been called out and said it himself that he is an NRA sellout and that he will not advocate for any sense, any gun sense. Inside the store, students and supporters staged a die-in, laying on the floor for 12 minutes. That's 720 seconds, each second representing a mass shooting since Pulse nightclub. Mm. They also read the names of their friends who were murdered on Valentine's Day. I'm doing this for later. Joaquin Oliver bought his flowers here for his girlfriend. Publix opted not to stop the protest, allowing the students to complete their rally, but inside, counter-protesters were waiting. That's stupid, too, though. Yeah. What are you screaming Trump for? That mm-hmm. What does that have to do with the NRA really, thing? It's not anything to do. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. How about Second Amendment? Mm-hmm. How about uh, support for the Bill of Rights? Trump. Trump. What are you yelling Trump. Trump's name for? Jeez. <laughs> Ugh. But you got to love that. I mean, laying all over the floor like that, uh, it's just you're just pissing people off who are trying to conduct their daily business think of the you're, you're not you're not hampering publics really you're just hampering their shoppers yeah the poor mother and they're trying to buy food for a starving kid back uh-huh. at home and i mean the kid's starving he's back at home he's hungry and you don't care you don't care his mom you're stopping his mom from getting to food no because all he cares about is publicity obviously since he went through with this thing after they already caved in and said, uh-huh. okay, yeah, no more money to this yeah. guy, he's still out saying the same stupid stuff. But you like that reporter. Why? I, I'd forgotten that point that reporter made. He called it off, uh-huh. then and then he back thought on. about it for a little while. No, he got a call from one of his overlords, mm. or he called them and said, hey, they capitulated. Yay, we won. He said, you're going in there. Pictures, man. We got to get the video. This is... I'm telling you, who's pulling that kid's strings? Hmm. George Soros... Michael Bloomberg, who knows? Idiocy, though. Just so stupid. And a great way to win friends and influence people by making their shopping experience miserable. People who have nothing to do with your dumbass cause. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Unintended consequences of liberals' actions. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, as in the David Hogg die-in at Publix grocery store. Yeah, we're gonna stop the political donations. You're right. We're gonna stop the political donations to this NRA candidate. To this guy who supports the NRA. But we're also going to, because we don't know what else is gonna hack off our, our listeners. Or our customers. So we're going to cut off all political donations to, say, Planned Parenthood. Uh, 
and and all liberal candidates as well, which is what just happened. I love that. Put that in your pipe. I absolutely love it. Um, also, Roseanne has just been canceled. Now, she tweeted out some stuff that was perceived as racist because she said Valerie Valerie Jarrett was a cross between what was what was the combination? Muslim Brotherhood, Muslim Brotherhood, and uh, the Planet of the Apes. That's where she went with that. Okay, so that was perceived as as racism, and ABC just summarily canceled the show already over a tweet. Now, people are celebrating that. The left loves it. They're all glad because she supports Donald Trump, but she's not right-wing. She's as far left as you can get. She ran as a communist a couple of years ago. She believed that we should behead bankers a few years ago. So you're just attacking a a fellow progressive is all you're doing. And what about the rest of the cast? Roseanne's only one person. Now you've just kicked everybody out of a job who had a job because of Roseanne. Interesting. Uh, fascinating in fact and that all because she said Chris Saliza is a mouth breather breather and uh, Valerie Jarrett is the baby of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes Oof. oh the other thing which was amazing over the weekend was um, Ireland voted what four days ago on uh, on their abortion ban they had a ban up until now that it, abortion was only allowed when a woman's life was at risk, but not in cases of rape, incest, or abnormality in, in the fetus. It was the Eighth Amendment to the Irish Constitution, which uh, granted equal rights to the life of the mother and the unborn. What a concept. Well, that's over now overwhelmingly they repealed the eighth amendment it was like two to one so the repeal paves the way for the irish parliament to legislate for change which will see the introduction of uh i guess legalization of abortion In 2015, the country voted overwhelmingly to legalize same-sex marriage in a historic referendum, kind of like we did here not long ago with the Supreme Court. Um, Reacting to the result, Prime Minister Leo Varadkar, who campaigned in favor of liberalization, said it was a historical day for Ireland and that a quiet revolution had taken place. Isn't that wonderful that they've decided, yeah, we're going to kill children like everybody else on this planet is killing children. How wonderful. It's all about, to, to the prime minister, it's all about trust and respect for women to make their own decision and choices. Sure. Don't worry about what's uh, growing inside of you. Don't worry about that human life. Not a problem. He added, it's also a day when we say no more. No more to doctors telling their patients there's nothing that can be done for them in their own country. No more lonely journeys across the Irish Sea. No more stigma as the veil of secrecy is lifted and no more isolation as the burden of shame is gone. And no more care for an unborn human being. Nah, don't even worry about that. 
Uh, I guess U2 was the band. The Irish band was in support of this referendum as well. Who's? I don't know who you're talking about. You? Yeah, I'm talking about U2, the band, rock band. U2. What's going on here? You know, Bono, lead singer. No, I've never <laughs> heard of him. Doesn't ring a bell. So, wow, this is kind of a slap in the face, I guess, to the Catholic Church. Catholics in Ireland just saying, man, whatever. Times have changed. Yeah. We're kind of done with that old stuff. Abortion uh, wrong? Nah. There's nothing wrong with it. So this is uh, kind of akin to uh, the direction that the... Is this is this the same direction the Pope is going? I haven't heard him change policy on abortion yet, but there's been a lot of other things. I don't put anything past this Pope. I I really don't either. In fact, uh, I guess you know Ireland's being called. Oh, they're a Catholic country, and this is you know like you said, a slap in the face of the Church. Mm-hmm. You know, just if, if mm-hmm. Ireland had just hung on for another I don't know six eight months, probably Catholic Church would have been okay with it too. <laughs> I don't know. Based on this Pope and his trajectory. Uh, he said, <clears throat> apparently the Pope recently talking to some Jesu- Jesuits in Chile said, uh, they call me a heretic because of, he's acknowledging the fierce pushback from arch conservatives in the Vatican celebrated by progressives around the world for his push to update and liberalize aspects of church doctrine. Francis is facing fierce blowback from traditionalists who take issue with his openness to Muslim migrants, his concern for the environment, softer tone on divorce, cohabitation, and homosexuality. It's uh, creating, apparently, a schism in the church. Now, has God changed his mind on any of those topics? I, I don't think so. So, that used to be considered, God doesn't change his mind on this stuff, so why would we... Um. People in the in the church, people trying to live the gospel, it it doesn't change. It doesn't matter if it's 2018. I don't care if it's 2518. I don't care if it's 1870 or the year two or the year 300 BC. God doesn't change his mind on on moral issues like this. If it was wrong to commit adultery 2,000 years ago. It's wrong to commit adultery today. He doesn't say, ah, yeah, you know what? I changed my mind on that. Let's, let's relax on that a little bit. No reason to be hasty. <laughs> so, some strange stuff going on. It makes it, makes it really tough. Uh, it's a world gone mad. As we've mentioned, you know, a time or two. <laughs> that's like the constant theme of every news of every, cycle just about every single day there's something else that just makes you say wow i barely even recognize who we are i barely even recognize this country and you i mean it was, i remember glenn saying this in 2009 you're not going to there's going to come a time when you don't recognize the country. Well, hello. That time is past. We be here. That is long past. Yeah, it's no longer where we're headed. It's where we are. Yep. 
That's what it is. Also, uh, fortunately, Starbucks is doing their big anti-training, anti-bias oh, training today. We're going to fix everything. In the world They're right closing 8,000 stores As to we do speak, this. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now. <clears throat> right there! Starbucks will attempt, uh, they're attempting a dramatic move toward racial reconciliation as they close 8,000 stores across the nation, up to 180,000 employees at Starbucks stores and at its headquarters are receiving training right now from a toolkit that will focus on understanding prejudice and the history of public accommodations in the United States. Starbucks also said future training will address all aspects of bias and experience. So they're being closed starting um, at one o'clock or, Eastern. So it's, yeah, it's right now. It depends on or where two you're o'clock. At. Yeah, one depends. Or two, one depends. or two o'clock. Uh, so the training follows the incident, of course, at the Philadelphia store where a couple of African American men uh, were asked to leave. They called the police. The police, I guess, put them in handcuffs for a while, and it it worked out to be a huge deal. Uh, These sessions are scheduled to begin after the lunch rush, but the (laughs) training is going to be costly, with some experts estimating the undertaking will cost more than $12 million in lost profit. Good. Good. (laughs) Exactly right. Good. I I can't find it right now, but somebody tweeted out a picture uh, to us. um, And uh, at the airport, they're still open. I mean, there's too much money, as he says, to be made at the airport for... uh, for them to, to do diversity training, apparently. Oh my gosh, they're not doing the diversity training well, it's, at the it's, airport. Yeah, it's it's they want you to be uh, trained in wow. diversity everywhere except <laughs> for Terminal A, I believe, is what it is. <laughs> everywhere else is undergoing it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, eight thousand locations all closing at once. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna. I mean, twelve million seems like a like a conservative estimate on that. Yeah, and. It, you know, it is. It is their slowest time of the day, right on the heels of a long weekend, where a lot of people mm. are still, you know, mm-hmm. well, they're at the airport is where they're at. They're not at work necessarily. That's where they are. Yep. And let's find them mo- because they they made this declaration like two months ago. Yeah, it was it was right. a while back. Uh, they could have thrown this together a lot sooner, but no. Let's see. Let's look at the calendar and day after Memorial Day after the lunch rush. Cool. <laughs> Good. That's when we're doing this. So good for them. Good for them. Couldn't happen to a a, a nicer corporation. <laughs> I, I I just I love the fact that they're making policies now. They're making liberal policies that are going to crush their liberal values. You know that this can't last forever. When they're saying, "Yeah, everybody, come on in. You don't have to buy anything. Just hang out." Oh, I'm so doing that. Oh. I I hope every single homeless person in Seattle and every town in the United States of America encourage your homeless to go hang out at Starbucks. Use the bathroom, <laughs> relax in the chairs. Uh, you know, you don't have to buy anything. Somebody might actually buy you a cup of coffee and, and a donut or a croissant or something. And if you have a Make America Great Again hat, be sure to wear that and really test their policy. Yeah. That would be... I'd like to see how that one plays out. Oh, that would be the ultimate test. (laughs) Do you allow, uh, let's say, white people with a MAGA cap to hang out at your your store without buying anything? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Let's see. Also, this is a a pretty 
pretty significant news as well that's been uh, breaking today. The White House says that the meeting with Kim Jong-un is back on. Mm-hmm. So it was on, then it was off because of the letter. And now it's apparently back on for the same day, June 12th in Singapore. Wow. So was it just bluster from the president or did this scare them back into the ta- onto the table? I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to watch all this unfold, though. I think what's so fascinating is how Trump calls every bluff, every everything that Kim Jong-un does, Trump's like, I'll fight fire with fire. Yeah. Let's do this. And it, again, and it keeps winning against him, too. Seems like it's working. <laughs> hey, I'm tired of the winning, though. <sighs> so Summer's here. No better time than right now to get a new flag for summer. Man, I saw a lot of flags uh, that were out this weekend for Memorial Day. And we got another big, big patriotic uh, holiday just around the corner. Fourth of July is coming up. And so there's plenty of time to go to CollinsFlags.com and get your quality American flag. Collins Flags has American military flags, and they're all made right here in America. But it doesn't stop there. They also sell, you know, your sports, your favorite sports team flags. Yeah, football uh, season's only a couple months away before preseason's here. So and get ready. Let's see. The, got my flag ready to go. I got Nebraska the flag. backward in. Thank backward you for in. that. What do you mean um, backward in? Oh, it's upside down. Yeah. Okay. How could you tell, though? I mean, it's an in. See, you can tell. It is an in. So can I can I start flying this at my house, or do I need to keep it sure. here for display? Or what? Yeah, you can you fly that at your house. Okay. Uh, still waiting for my BYU flag. Yeah. There's, Feel it's this, so though. popular. Feel that, man. That oh, know, is quality. It is quality. Seriously. You know why? It's American-made. Mm-hmm. Made right here in the United States of America. Collins flags. Baby. As with all their American and military flags, all their sport flags, all their state flags. And right now, they have a great offer, especially for you, our Blaze listener. If you use the promo code BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E, you get an extra 15% discount. Promo code BLAZE, get 15% off your order. And if your order adds up to $75 or more, you get free shipping. So they also have a social media promotion going on right now for a chance to win a free American flag. Post your best flag picture on social media. Use the hashtag... My flag display 2018. My flag display 2018. And you might win one. CollinsFlags.com or you can call them at 800 950 4061. CollinsFlags.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Earlier, um, we talked about Morgan Freeman for for just a minute. Uh, I, I I really can't believe this Me Too movement and how radical it's becoming. Actually, I guess I can believe it. It's just putting us in a place where I don't know how we're going to interact with uh the gender thing anymore if somebody is interested in someone else how do you begin that process <laughs> is it is it possible to begin that process no 
There's no more procreating either. I, so, especially not, when the robots start moving into the bedroom. Right? <laughs> I mean, the worst. Well, maybe. Again, to, to just remind you of uh, how, what exactly is going on, Morgan Freeman, who is kind of vociferously now protesting what they're saying about him, and it, to the point where he wants CNN to retract their story. Now, there's a woman, there is a woman who claims that he tried to pull up her skirt, which is completely inappropriate mm-hmm. and wrong. We all know that. Yes. You don't do that. She pulled away and, and reportedly, allegedly, he tried to do it again until um, one of his co-stars told him to stop doing it. Stop that. Morgan, knock it off. And he did. Now, whether or not that happened, I don't know. I wasn't there. But what's mostly being discussed is that he said things to women that were inappropriate. Like this, with uh, activist Janet Mock and her experience, which was, uh, she's a she's a reporter on E.T., and here's what Morgan Freeman said to her as she sat down. Activist Janet Mock was our E.T. correspondent covering his film, Five Flights Up. Now, how you all manage to do that all of the time? All of this? No, you kind of dress this halfway between your knee and your hip. <laughs> and you sit down right across from me, and you cross your legs. When asked about that incident today, Mock tells E.T., quote, I was deeply disappointed that someone who was seen as America's grandfather was susceptible to such disturbing behavior and felt comfortable enough to hmm. do that as cameras were rolling. Ah. Uh... He's a man. Of course, he's susceptible to that. <laughs> he's a man. Like, aren't all men at least susceptible to that? Well, all men who are hetero. You got a beautiful woman sitting down, crossing her legs right next to him with a miniskirt on. Ah, hello? I don't notice such things. No, you don't. I don't either. I mean, I've never I don't seen either, a but skirt in my life. You know, they, he, she was right in front of him, and then you see it happen. I didn't. Now, I, it's like, okay... I wouldn't, personally, I wouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. But your eyes, you know, I mean, it's like, you wouldn't be drawn to that? <laughs> you have to be dead, not 80, uh-huh. not to be drawn to that. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to dwell on it, you don't have to stare at her, but you, and you, maybe you look away, but you're going to notice it for a notice. split second. Sure, you go, okay, hey, okay. Hey. Oh, hello, all right, let's move on. Now, he didn't do that. He didn't move on. He actually commented, which made it really uncomfortable Yeah, and, and kind of icky. But, you know, for her to say, I can't believe he was susceptible. Well, what do you mean you can't believe he was You're dressed in a mini dress, hiked up. Then wear. Yeah, wear, a pa- wear pants. Wear a burqa. If you don't want anybody to notice you. And, and by the way, you can't pick and choose who you want to notice you. The men are going to notice you. Now, yeah, come on, ladies. They're talking about taking <laughs> away some of his uh, of the the awards he's received. He just got a uh, SAG AFTRA award, a, a lifetime achievement award from them, and they're talking about uh, retracting it because they're they said these are compelling and devastating allegations, which are absolutely contrary to all the steps that we are taking to ensure. A safe work environment for the professionals in this industry. Any, listen to this. I love this line. Any accused person has the right to due process, but 
it is our starting point to believe the courageous voices who come forward to report incidents of harassment. Your starting point is to assume guilt? Wow. In the United States of America. Wow. That's interesting. And I realize it's a burden technically uh, for the judicial system. But most Americans would start from a point where I'm taking it seriously. I'm going to look into it. But I have to assume innocence until he's proven guilty. No. SAG-AFTRA is is stating categorically that they start by believing the accusation against the against uh the person involved so you're assuming guilt right off the bat is that un-american or what it, it just shows again we're not and nobody i haven't seen anybody talk about this yeah well they start from a point of believing the courageous voices who come forward. Of course they do. <laughs> okay. Of course they believe in the guilt of the accused immediately. Wait you don't have to prove anything. This is why people lose their jobs. This is why people have awards taken from them. Because you're starting from the place where he's guilty. Period. I think that's the key word. He. Yeah. He's guilty. He's guilty. That's that's the uh, mm-hmm. that's and they the don't, point. They don't care if, if again... Uh, a a lot of dolphins are going to get caught up in this tuna net, and uh, I hate to see it. That's poetic, though. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? That is very good. I mean, did mm-hmm. you did you come up with that like on the fly, or is that like a deep thought type moment that you had once? Well, because uh, uh, it's good. It's a bumper. It's a pack yeah, rate bumper sticker waiting is. to happen. It is. Where is it? I I don't know. A lot it, of dolphins going to get caught up in this, in this tuna net. Tuna net. So. Good. And I don't know. I think Morgan Freeman might be one of the dolphins. He's a dolphin with an edge. Yes, he is. At least. Yes, he is. If that skirt thing is Is accurate, that's not good. Right. Yeah. But if it's untrue. If it's untrue, then then he's a dolphin. He's kind of being railroaded here. He's a dolphin. Let's slow down. With bad game. And let's prove him either innocent or guilty. Yeah. But no. Not according, not according to Hollywood. They're gonna they're gonna start at the guilt place. And this society doesn't have an attention span for that anyhow. Right. It's oh. really bad. This is really bad. We'll see you tomorrow and make things much, much better. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.